but yeah, I don't know. It's an exciting. It's an exciting night. <sighs> like what so time exciting. is it right now? It's almost nine it's right almost now. Nine. So we we know nothing. It's going to be interesting because this is going to come out on Thursday. Yeah. What? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they have oh, to that? tally everything. Or this? No, no. This this episode of this podcast. Oh, I thought that oh, was kidding. coming out on Thursday. I was like. No, but by the I was end like of the night, ready we'll to for it to be counted out. for two days. I thought the same thing. I was like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> maybe. And then I just literally forgot all the rules. Okay. Mm. No, yeah. But no, it'll be interesting because as we sit here and you're listening to this and it's past, it's past news, old news. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's already old news. We'll find out. really close to it so okay. if you need to move the arm you it should be your lip should almost be touching it okay or you have to like you know oh i see i'm just vibrato it yeah that looks good i'm not vibrato. is this good yeah yeah sound great okay if you lean back you have to project you can't pull a gym and be like all right so anyway <laughs> yeah did you hear that one? <laughs> oh, with our friend you know jim was, do you know I him i don't know jim oh, okay. No, yeah, that I was don't. a hard one to put together because Jim was like... Because it was too far away. Well, it's okay. I was a theater kid in middle school. Oh, so perfect. I could oh, you can project. Yeah. <laughs> this um, is a from the technical chest experience. moment. Yes. Yeah, you deep, you know, breathe in deep. Mm-hmm. Don't mm. breathe in just with your lungs, with your stomach. Well, welcome to the show. Official mm-hmm. Iowa correspondent Natalie Lerner <laughs> is here. <laughs> Thank you so much for having this me. This is the uh, Green and Lewis election night special. Fuck yeah, let's AKA Iowa my caucus. living nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well. No, yeah, we're all we're all here. We're all feeling the clobmentum. <sighs> yeah, I'm just vibrating with excitement. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm really here for Pete. Yeah, Will's here for Chase. Are then. you here for Pete? Fuck no. <laughs> oh yeah. Definitely. Mm. No, he. No, <laughs> I'm looking at the television right now because he's on, and that's oh, that little McKinsey creep. That's yeah, that's the face of a man who fired twenty thousand workers. Definitely, and on he a has, Tuesday, he has no chin. He's got no side profile. I don't trust him. No. Yeah. No. Natalie, I'm sure you've seen them, but will have you seen all the memes about uh, Pete Buttigieg killing dogs? Actually, I haven't seen that. What? Every time, because he always has these moments with like reporters or with other politicians or people on the trail or whatever, where like he gets a little angry, but then he suppresses it. Oh, and so the joke of all the memes is that he goes and kills a dog. Like like he's BTK or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, cooling off period is killing dogs and then coming back to the electoral circuit. He looks like the kind of gay who wants to be choked a little, or does a little choking, and maybe enjoys biting. Ooh, really? Ooh. Yeah. This is a hot take. Look at that no well, upper lip, man. Is... <laughs> Look at those teeth. Look at those rabbit teeth. Oh. He going to do some chewing. He takes a real chunk out when he's in the mood for it. That's like you're, the, the next day you're like, ooh, band-aids. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. I, yeah. So my mom lived in South Bend for five years. So she was like. I don't know where that is. It's in Indiana. Oh, okay. And it is. It's the, the town that Pete was the mayor of. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. So she was like very name attached to Pete at first, but as soon as I started reading about him initially, when he was kind of coming into this, it was just everything bad, you know, like the the police department reading oh, about yeah. him, you know, hiding all of like the black officers' reports of all these like super racist shit. The rest of the department was saying to him, yeah, 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 yeah. It just it it all seems bad. Um, and well, I remember also- really early on in his campaign, like someone going to interview like 
I don't even want to say black voters, just black people from South Bend. Yeah. And they all hated it. Yeah, because they live in abject poverty. Yeah. I've been to that town like fucking 10 times. It is nothing. Oh, wow. The only like the only thing that sustains South Bend is Notre Dame. Like everything else, it's like a, you know, it's like a, uh, you know, like a giant block, like a Soviet block of like bad looking college apartments, like an Urban Outfitters, like some rap store. And then yeah. you drive like a mile into town, which is only like three blocks long and it's just dead there's nothing that sounds like columbus it's yeah really well i mean no but i think columbus probably has way more fucking well ohio state's like fifty thousand people so it can maintain itself at a different level but like but it's a similar thing in that like if it wasn't there oh yeah i mean most most ohio towns are that way anymore even suburbs are a lot like that oh suburbs are mm. like even euclid where you're from is like a dead strip of nothing oh there's nothing there and There's it's nothing up right outside of Cleveland. I mean, it's attached to it. Yeah. And it looks like that. Yeah. South Bend, there was, yeah, it was nothing. Like, like Notre Dame was really sustaining the town. Yeah. When, when were you in South Bend? Uh, 20, I'm trying to remember when my mom got her job. So she, maybe 2016. And then. Oh, so Pete was the mayor at that time. Yeah, too? no, oh, he damn, was. That's crazy. Yeah. So I would, you know, we drive around and it, it's a mile long. Everything is, is completely dead. There's like no business anywhere. You yeah. probably see like five people on the street at a time. And other than that, it's like a ghost town. Wow. So it's just one of those things where, you know, there's all this like positive spin about Pete being, you know, this wonderful mayor that's brought a lot of, you know, influence in or, you know, is this like new shining face, you know, like. Oh, he's so liberal. Oh, he's so great. Just another white man. Yeah, no, exactly. Like it, it doesn't speak to anything. (sighs) You know, like it is probably a very easy thing to improve. Right, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like I don't think there's like a lot of parts of South Bend that like, you know, cannot be improved. But well, I remember reading at a certain point too that like Pete's whole plan for it was basically just to like bring gentrification there. Oh yeah, no, like, absolutely. Dis- dispossess like minority and poor residents and just like bring in Starbucks and like yeah. outside development, which yeah. is the business model for like these towns in the Rust Belt. Yeah, basically, <sighs> um, they were starting to take and remodel like uh, old school buildings or these you know these beautiful old kind of historical buildings and just make them into like uh, loft apartments. Or sort of like, you know, big blocked out, you know, like an old school building. They'll like tear it out and right. kind of make it individual units that somebody can build a loft in. Like, Those I was... are so cheap in the Midwest. You yeah. Can, you can buy them for $70,000. Oh, yeah. You can and it get comes like... with eight acres. Shut wow. the fuck up. Are you it's, serious? You, yeah. I was like, so if I ever wanted to build a hippie compound, yeah. I think you can just name it a residency <gasps> and then make it a 501c3 and then fuck it. Oh, my oh, God. That's but you need so a nice. shitload of money to fix it all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's just written for shit. Yeah. You have to like bankroll that entire venture yourself before you get into it. You really only need $250,000. Only. Only. (laughs) Only. Says the guy that has about that much debt. That's double. That's double my debt. Thank you. That's double. Oh my God. I was just thinking about that. Um, that counter that's in union square that shows the national debt going up. Oh my God. That's not the national debt. It, yeah, it is, isn't it? Is no. it? What That's is it? Electricity use. No, it's not. It's yeah. the national debt. It's paid by. It's paid for by some like right wing lunatic. Is it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The counter uh-huh. like next to the Best Buy. Yeah. No. Are That's you it. sure? Will. Yeah. I just called it the counter next. To What's it called? I wanted to call it Times Square counter. I was like, that's not the place. It feels <laughs> like it. Uh, Maybe there I mean... is one in Times Square too. I actually don't know. Maybe I might be mixing my mixing my lines. No, I mean, uh, I have no idea what that thing is used for. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was something similar, but like student debt or like 
Yeah, I was pretty sure that it was like a national debt count. Did you find it yet? Mm-hmm. We can't spend too much time on the no, phone. No, no, no. How it works. Uh, oh, it's actually about time. Oh, okay. So we're both wrong. Wait, yeah. Wh- explain that. <laughs> what clock- do you mean it's about it's time? About here's, time. How it wor- here's how it works. The clock seven leftmost digits. Okay. Dunkin' Donuts paid me 17 cents. The clocks. I don't know why that was a notification. Uh, the clock seven leftmost digits tell time from left to right as hours, minutes, seconds, and tenths. Seven rightmost from right to left display time remaining in the day. Oh, okay. Oh, it's just a, it's just a clock. It's a seconds clock. Well, can, wait yeah. a minute. Can you look up Times Square counter? Because I'm positive that there's one of these about the national debt in New York. How many seen. counters are in Times Square? Counters. There's no a idea. Count- mm. Well, I anyway. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing there. I've got the counter, which is a, a hamburger restaurant. Oh, cool. <laughs> Times Square count. That, I got. That's all I got. I got oh a lot of burgers. God. Well, anyway, I don't know. I thought it would be really fun. I think this is going to be good tonight because... Natalie, you and I used to work together, and I don't know if you remember at that time that I was not a Bernie stan no, the first you time around. Yeah, I mean, I think the first time it was harder for a lot of people to warm up to him. You know, like, I think Hillary had such a hold on so many people. You know, she's like, she's a household name. Yeah. Everybody loved her husband for the most part. Um, you know, there's a lot of positive association with her. She just was the Secretary of State for Obama. Like, I think... There's a lot of carryover and a lot of confidence with people who were trying to vote for her. It right. was an easy pick. So I think for Bernie to enter that race, and he even actually um, was encouraging Warren to run, but she didn't want to take it away from Clinton, essentially, or split right. the vote in that way. So then Bernie ended up running, which is a huge fallacy that he said that women can't win. I never said like, a woman inc- can't win. That's some bullshit, Elizabeth. Go it, fuck yourself. Yeah, for real. Yes, that sounds exactly like him. Um, but either way, um, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, so that... I think it was harder for people to latch on to him because he was like practically like a green vote, you know? Right, right. Did you were you like really early on the brain? When did you become aware of him? Like, I'm really curious where this started with you. I mean, I was a little aware of him pre that. You know, I think. Um, you know, like Sandy Hook was like the first thing where I was reading about a lot of legislators um, approaches with gun laws, um, especially on like the Democratic candidates and, and, and just Democrats at large. I was really curious, like I grew up in Florida, so I was really used to seeing people with guns all the time. You know, it wasn't something unfamiliar to me. Obviously, I don't think people should have fucking assault rifles, but I'm not, um, you know, if you have like a Smith and Wesson or something, I'm not going to take it away from you but um i was really curious about gun laws and i think bernie was like one of those weird candidates who actually has like a like a decent rating with the nra which is kind of bad um he's been kind of sounds bad but like he's actually try to take away vermont people's guns that they actually use for actual hunting yeah right they will go the fuck man right so i think what i well i think the the last time i saw that rating he had like an a minus whereas most democrats have an a or something uh uh, when it comes to like being anti-gun totally i I don't know what he has from the nra it's probably a d rather than an f or something i haven't looked into it now but i think the first thing i was i was really kind of like doing a broad strokes approach to looking at you know what constituents were like really you know yeah against guns or which states were pro-gun and stuff like that so i encountered his name there um it's kind of interesting learning about like his socialist kind of leanings in history and Vermont's right. like a really kind of. Well, I do have data now. Uh, oh, D minus is his most recent grade as of oh. January twentieth. Right. Oh no, okay. that's twenty sixteen. Oopsies. Oop. Oh, oh even then. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it hasn't improved. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's gone <laughs> that's up. True. Yeah. No. But either way, um, 
you know, he was somebody who was more, he was soft on guns at a right. time when it was like, ho- you know, horrible to be positive with guns. So he kind of struck me as odd. And then, you know, his name came up again at the first of the 2016 election. And um, I just started reading. Um, but I, I really enjoyed his overall view of things, yeah. like the holistic approach versus sort of these like itemized things that we can and can't take care of. Right. Um, that his background came from social justice and racial equality, you know, yeah. like he is somebody that has been speaking about the right thing for a really long time and has stuck to it. Um, that just really like wanted for me right? more than um, picking a woman. Yeah. And I say that very cautiously because, you know, yeah, Madam President would be really cool. But, um, you know, we could have had Sarah v- Palin as a VP yeah, and I right. wouldn't have been psyched about that. Um, but you know, I, I've heard it said a, a few times like on podcasts or just in the media or whatever. But I honestly yeah. think it's true that the first woman president might be a Republican. I'm really scared. I of could that. I could really see that happening before uh, it happens with a democrat some yeah. somebody like an ivanka or like oh, um, god what's her name ann coulter Ooh. yeah what? oh my god no yeah totally <laughs> what the it's frigid horrifying. blonde bitch yeah yeah caucus what the, the walking the frigid skeletor. bitch caucus <laughs> the frigid bitch. You wait know can what? we just take a moment a to... lot of people could cross over for I mean, that yeah. yeah amy it would be amy <laughs> <laughs> the clove she was just frigid. like she would vibrate her way across and then throw oh, yeah. binders at people Oh. Yeah. Remember when? Remember when she made her staffers eat a salad with a comb? Yeah. No. <laughs> that, I didn't hear about that, this one. That is the first thing I ever heard about Amy Klobuchar. Really? Because do you remember when, like, when she first arrived on the scene, everyone was like, "Oh, she's really notoriously mean to her staff." Yeah, I remember reading like an yeah. op-ed about her being really psycho to her staff. I guess that was it, the times. like the binders I heard, but I right. didn't hear about the comb like i get a salad well because they forgot to get her a fork and they're like what am i supposed to do eat it with the comb you eat it with a comb and then they like hate she She made them them eat it with a comb (laughs) and then and her eyebrows have never been the same since oh my god quite literally they draw them on differently they just stamp because them. They, they I mean, hate she, her. Was, she was looking like a straight up Pagliacci during the last debate. Woo! I'm not going to lie. Her cheek makeup was out of control. Somebody, yeah. I feel like uh, your makeup artist can sabotage you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody with some <laughs> staffer with like the blush was like, let's just like, like stamp this on, send you out. Can we appreciate, this is the only thing I'll say about Tom Steyer ever. Okay. I have a deep appreciation for this crazy man who loves this fucking tartan tie so much that he's wearing it in the off yes! season. He's tartan like, is Christmas in. is over, but fuck it. I got this red. This is my brand. He's going to push this you're like, 2020. Oh, it's. He really does love that tie. We should say it's for the listener. tie. It's the old, he's wearing it again. Every picture it's, has with the tartan tie. We are tie, watching like, a television <gasps> and there are f- just screenshot after cap after cap of him oh. in yeah if you tie. if you guys want to sync this up with the cbs free live stream on youtube oh uh from monday there it is started again. at 8 p.m and you'll see tom Styers. do you think he's tie. like batman and just has a closet full of the same tie or do you think it's like a lucky tie that he wears every time i th- well Ooh, that's a really good question i guarantee you it started as a lucky tie and is now a closet it's like ties. a uniform oh yeah yeah he thinks he's batman yeah. he's that, like a rich man here to save us that's a tie that every year brooks brothers drops because you need yeah, to wear it true. to a holiday party. It is a very Brooks Brothers <laughs> And his tie. wife buys Thank him you. a new version every year. And, and it's be, just like a little different shade of red. It's a more orange red. It right. can't be Republican red. Right. Because this is a pale man. Like I, I sympathize <laughs> with this man, man with the blonde, dusty hair Aww. when I had it. And no 
color on your face that mm. you know a red tie does pop when pop you wear a color. yeah 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 however because they can't like throw blush on him or anything it no, is they can't tint him like they what can't they be did? orange like he this could chick. Use some glossier oh yeah I feel like Will, you need to start working working for some media publication. I can't believe nobody's latched on. Or you to could the be like news. makeup artist brand. Yeah, <laughs> for politicians. You write for the cut about Tom Steyer. You oh fucking should. I would love to see that article. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, do you remember? Like, this is years ago when we were watching SNL. I was like, Colin Jost wears the same fucking tie every goddamn week. Yeah, yeah. Like they trade tie, and I noticed they over swap. Time, they swap the same two ties They're every psychos. other year. Him and Michael Che. Wow. Him and Che swap ties. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But they also have three of them because I know where they got them. Where did they get them? They bought them at the fucking J. Crew at Rock because they were like, someone run down and get ties. Yeah. Quick, go grab something downstairs. <laughs> right. Go get some ties for the boys. Take the card. Go yeah. downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Page. Page. Oh, no. NBC Pages. Kenneth. Yep. Oh, Kenneth oh, went Kenneth. down. <laughs> Kenneth. My Kenneth. favorite. I Kenneth love Kenneth. Kenneth had to go and buy some ties that day. Ugh. He's like, I like the orange one and this purple one. I love that guy so much genuinely Ugh. by all accounts he's a sweet man he the seems actor, like yeah, it the actress like sweet man. yeah no he seems like one of those crossovers in a real life where i'm like i don't feel like this is too it's far away <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this isn't like a overacting job happening right mm-hmm. now you're not I did, leaning into i didn't this. really watch 30 rock but it doesn't kenneth get revealed to be like some sort of mystical immortal being yes y- yeah is that canon is that true or is it just one i episode? can't remember he's the I'm head of hazy. nbc He's gifted the head of NBC by Alec Baldwin. So it's like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing. Like yes. he gets the keys. Kind you know of. what? He would be an, he's an excellent steward, steward and he's yeah. proved himself season <laughs> uh-huh. after season. So, and then, uh, when the workers actually rewarded a system, we no longer belong yeah, in yeah, anymore. Yeah. But there's still pages. They're well, he's still paying him shit, but yeah. yeah. But at least in, in the mythical, the TV version, Kenneth gets his, his due. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't age. Perfect. It's exactly what we want. The immortal worker. The immortal (laughs) worker. (laughs) Oh, my God. Kenneth has like Lenin. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) See, that would be a good Photoshop job. Just like Stalinized. (gasps) In the glass box with the smile. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Just slap like a mustache. Internet, do it. Oh, yeah. Two hundreds of listeners. Someone. Yeah. Do we have. Do you guys have a Reddit? A dedicated Reddit Oh, no, yet? we don't have a dedicated Reddit yet for, for our fans out there. You know what I was thinking about what? before you came today? I was thinking, like, we got to stop having listeners of the podcast on the show because <laughs> oh, then no. they stop listening to the show. <laughs> Wait, then... what do you mean? Is Alan dropped out? Have people dropped uh, out? I don't think Alan ever really listened. I oh. think he listens to one every once in a while. So he's I'm like a special sure guest. Like yeah, he'll yeah. just, like, rotate he in. He comes in and out. Ulrika stopped listening for a while. I don't know. Oh. No, she was yeah. listening on the plane. Yeah, yeah. She picked it up again. <laughs> But she basically got browbeaten into it by someone. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. I wonder who that is. Yeah. No. Well, I actually really like this podcast. I listen to it in my studio all the time. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I actually. You should start the Reddit. You should be the the Reddit mod. For See, Green I'm not Lewis. a Reddit person. Oh, really? That's your job, nerd. That's, uh, well, <laughs> oh, that's true. He's right. Well, I think it's up to the, the creators of the show to, to not do to, it. To, no, to start it. Oh, no. Really? Oh, see, I disagree. Yeah, I okay. feel like it's well, inauthentic see, okay. if we start it. Okay. It has to be a grassroots movement. This is why I'm not a Reddit okay. person, because I don't know, like, the total creator. Yeah. Periodic. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm more on Twitter. Yeah, we should say, you're. how old are you again, Natalie? I'm 27. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you're, you know you're slightly... how to use the Twitter, then. 
the twitter yeah i don't know how to use the twitter uh one of the artists at uh me and chris's old job um she's like they're a couple um husband and wife and she's in her like maybe like early 70s but she used to call it the twit she goes we were twitting instead of tweeting that's charming it was really charming i didn't correct her for like a month and then i felt (laughs) so bad that i finally had to like step in and be like no 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 they're tweets like you know like then i just had to elaborate but i really like twits yeah for a long time i was like i just let it roll over me like i was like yes it's a more accurate version of what it is things are yeah oh totally it's a twit it's a stupid thought it's a yeah it's it's just like the most immediate version but i think people get really crafty with it and then you're like a very online person which is yeah also bad do you actually post on twitter yeah oh really oh yeah. okay i need to i should follow you because i have a twitter and i go on really? it all the time but i don't put pu- i'm like lurking on twitter see that's like, i feel that's like another use there's people it. who are like are like the generating the content generators and then there's like a bunch of people who like secretly lurk which is why i shift on and off private all the time because i'm just like i don't want my job to find me i don't right, want my job right. to find me and then i'm like swapping out but um i just block all of um because I'm the social media manager, so I just oh. block. I block all of my oh, personal yeah, stuff from work, yeah, yeah. and then I'm like, I will never be found. Like, it's great. Um, I'm moonlighting as like a double agent, yeah, just yeah. hiding my stuff, and then. You know what? I've been thinking about this a little bit lately because, although I did it yesterday, but I kind of stopped using the close friends feature on Instagram you for the love stories. That feature. Well, I I kind of stopped. I did it yesterday. Though, so or why? The day before, because I felt like it was cowardly. Is cowardly? I kind of felt like you can't do that. Like that's not in the spirit of Instagram. I was, I was almost always doing it for political posts because a lot of the people that I work with are Warren people okay. that have power over me. So it's Let's like keep it close it to way. the chest. Yeah. Yeah. And But then I realized that a lot of them had muted me anyway mm. for more innocuous Bernie posts. Sure, sure. So I thought like whatever. What's, like, yeah, what's the loss? Yeah, stop doing the close friends feature. Like I get it for more like... uh how do I want to put it like thoughty <laughs> imagery? Yeah, totally. That no, that's, more sense. that's exactly what it's, I think that's what it's for. I guess I was speaking like just ideologically. I felt yeah. like I should stop using it. I use it, it for like in jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah in like jokes. if no one needs to know, because uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Alan just does it because he's like, hey, and you're like, put pants on. Every time, <laughs> yes. Put some fucking pants on. I can see your dick print. I need this. Every time Alan uses the close friends It is a little feature. funny. I'm going to get a dick yeah, in my you're face. Gonna get a, you're going to get some Hanes. Yeah, and I'm like, fucking Christ. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely like a main purpose for like a close friends list. Yeah. But I I think, um, I feel like it's sort of the original, maybe the, you know, you had the stories feature when it first rolled out. So, it was the best way to immediately share something, whether it was like a show or, you know, it's shifted from like the Instagram of like the instantaneous or instantaneous, like I'm sharing what I'm eating. And then that moves from posts to stories. But I think uh, the close friends is like, in my mind, it sort of was like, yeah, sort of like in jokes or things that were like for a closer range of friends that actually would understand the thing versus like uh, barraging like your wider following with stuff that they're like i don't fucking know what this is yeah, you know yeah. so i think in that way it makes sense to me you're right it but has I, its uses. but i do understand where it's like fuck it like all or nothing right like if i'm gonna share this with everyone then it's for everyone that's i feel like that's like a very bernard way to it, it, it is you know like, what? it's because for everyone or it's for nobody it's for the people that need to hear it because like if i just throw it on the close friends list like nobody nobody doesn't already know yeah. or or would you know, or they know what to expect from me yeah. but like it, it's much more interesting to be like you know like 
today. Like, here's the first uh, satellite caucus, 14 Bernie people in one corner, one Liz person in the other. Oh, I know. (laughs) And then she left. Yeah, and then she left. She didn't caucus for Bernard when she didn't meet viability. Well, I guess not everybody's voting blue no matter what. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm really, is in the back of my mind, slowly creeping up as we actually have to start voting or primary. Yeah, how are you feeling about that? Well, in the primary, it's obvious, right? Because you can vote for Bernie pretty much no matter what he'll make it to New York. Yeah, I think he'll definitely make it to New York. I feel like the majority of people I talk to, and not in a very online sense, are pretty, you know, pretty pro-Bernie. But I definitely know a bunch of Warren people. And, you know, I think, you know, there's a plan for everything. There's a lot of, you know, friendly aspects to her. And I think I was saying this earlier, too. But, you know, I was not against her at all until she started, you know, like hacking the limbs off of her Medicare for all right. plan. And that for me was like a huge like I feel like, you know, as much as I could politely be like, oh, yeah, like, well, she's my second pick. And it's like if it comes down to the line, like and then I will try and bully her as much as possible as a constituent right. to be as progressive as possible. And that's like the asterisk on every time I say that, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but like footnote. Yeah, totally a footnote. Just like, um, eh, bing. Yeah. Little number one. Yep. Like, yeah. So in that sense, like, you know, of course, I'm not a crazy person, um, but I definitely think about you know, the demographic, like the the percentage that was like bandied about after Trump won was the 53%, the 53% of white women that voted for Trump, you know, right. and it was that huge kind of like dissecting of power dynamics where white women historically have long always, you know, aligned with patriarchal power, you know, especially white women, because we are the closest part to it. We're the probably the demographic that gets the closest to it, you yeah. know. Um, and yeah, that shit makes me really nervous. You know, I think there was like a huge fallout with the 2016 election, you know? Um, and I think there's a lot of women that see, you know, echoes of Clinton and Warren and I get it and I get the impulse and I get the, as a woman, I get, you know, like the matriarchy, like, great, you know? Yeah. It's overdue. Of course it is. But like, I want healthcare Right. <laughs> and I I don't see a point to having a war in the Middle East that is just going to kill hundreds and thousands of more people right. and us like I well, I just I see, I see a lot of the current current war and people having a lot of animosity towards Bernie because he like quote made Hillary lose or this waited is, too yeah, long to endorse I, her or Yeah, whatever. I think there's like a lot of bad blood. Like it's it's like a lot of history in the past 2 years that create these really horrible and like complicated conversations you know um like my mom was definitely a hillary person and as a bernie person i was like kind of having to tiptoe around that you know um or at least like bring it up in a way where i'm like well like do we have to go this way like you know and i i think there's a familiarity thing and um obviously like she's got a humongous track record right but well when it comes when it comes to the blue no matter who thing like Blue, uh, no matter who, I like uh, that. In the general, like I've already decided, living in New York, I'm not gonna vote. Really? If, yeah. If it's not Bernie, like I don't care. Really? Because New York's New York's definitely gonna go, go blue, blue anyway, no matter what. Matter. It could be Michael Bloomberg, and he would still win this state. Like, mm. no. I don't know. Like I, that's I, why you have to be devious and keep your voting ties to your. I know. Heavily. Uh, Wade Electoral College. Yeah, state. we'll have to check in on that at a later date. We we oh, tried to get Will math. an absentee ballot. 
this oh, year for good. He, he's still good in Ohio. Do it. Uh, but he I got am. he got he got a uh, voter suppressed last time. So we're Fuck trying out to figure here. out how Wait, to do how? it. How? What happened? They told me I couldn't have one. You just couldn't, even no. though you were eligible. I don't know if I am. Yeah, like well, so how I, long have you been here? <laughs> no, yeah, we, you're not allowed. Okay, we shouldn't was, say, that a, but, was that an ages? No kidding. No, no, no that's a <laughs> no. I think a, it's more. I don't want to go to jail. He doesn't. Yeah. Hit oh. The, there's no alleged fraudulence going on. Gotcha, gotcha, but gotcha. I do okay. have a bill in Ohio. Okay. Well, this is okay. the thing. This is the thing I wanted to say is that when we or when I went to like look into this for you this year, like he's still on the rolls. In Ohio. Okay. In the right county, at the right location, with the right address. And you have paper to track. Yes. Yeah. And so the last why time. And a driver's can license. You not, oh, my God. Then why do you not have a absentee ballot? Don't know. They were like, you were not eligible. If you'd like to try to re-register, please submit this paperwork in time. And I was like, well, I have two days, so this is not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. So we're trying to get well ahead of it this time. but That would be good. Yeah. I have a lot of friends. I... You know, um, I moved here from Florida and I have a ton of, it's like a Florida, Ohio pipeline to get to New York. Yeah. It's like the two states that I feel like I run into the most. Sure. Um, but I have a ton of friends who are from Florida who all have absentee ballots and I recommend that everyone keep one. I feel like Florida is a little more loosey goosey with, uh, record keeping oh, laws yeah. oh my in God. general. Well, you know, Ted Bundy Hanging escaped chats. to Florida to get a fresh start. So yeah, <laughs> I would say like it's the most like escapable place. They got gators, yeah. bath salts, Margarita and shotguns. Oh yeah. my God. One time I was at a job <laughs> in Florida for <laughs> all, at the same time. That's oh, just yeah. one person. It's all oh, simultaneous. Yeah. It's like That's Disney, <laughs> convicts, gators. Like, yeah, it's. Oh, it does have Disney too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was in the backwoods of Florida, somewhere outside of Orlando. I couldn't even tell you where, but I mean, it looked outside like outside of Orlando. Yeah, outside of Lo- uh, Lo- Orlando, and a guy got kicked out of a bar. <laughs> okay, so me and a couple of the friends that I was with went into a bar late at night, and it was all like local sort of retirees, oh, no. like probably from New Jersey or something. Sounds great. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of ex cops from New York and New Jersey it- all retire in Florida. You got they it. They love Florida. Yeah. My driving teacher was an ex cop from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we went into this bar, and a guy is like disturbed by our presence because it's like three artists oh yeah if from you're the like city. if you're a young person who like has like a whiff of cosmopolitan yep. experience they can sniff you out right away he, he sniffed us out right away and so he decided it would be a good idea to loudly tell andrew dice clay jokes like oh. at us kind of yeah and you, so, <laughs> so you didn't love this at the time well you no I, pre- I, okay. at the time i thought it was very funny i was the only one mm. but yeah you were but thinking. it was really uncomfortable like uh, any any way you slice it and so oh, they, yeah. they kicked the guy out of the bar like the poor yeah. bartender was like very sympathetic to us so they kicked the andrew dice clay guy out but only for like 10 minutes yeah he was allowed to come right back <laughs> yeah, in yeah, as yeah, long yeah, as yeah. he didn't continue yeah. with hickory like, dickory you need to cool off we're not gonna make you leave because we obviously need your 15 dollars to run the ship bar but there was only seven people yeah totally yeah. they're like you need a breather take <laughs> a 10 a take out. a 10 yeah uh oh, memories mm-hmm. yeah that's a very florida thing just i fucking a 10, love i people hate it but i i kind of really still love it it's a really weird st- i mean it, it really is, is it bizarre. is one of the weirdest places on earth it's great you know, I remember like driving around and it just rains like a hurricane every 10 or 15 minutes That's and then like just a, completely stops. Yeah, it's a sun shower. It, it's but it, what I'm getting at is it's like a weird surreal environment. Yeah, it's that like the most happen. It's like yeah. the most unstable, constantly sinking yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just like constantly where you're like, yeah, in like 50 years, this is all underwater. 
Oh man, and well, and when it comes to the like absentee ballot thing or being a swing state, like Florida and Ohio both are. It's interesting Florida's to have like a Floridian really and an Ohio person people here because like they're both kind of Republican now. Oh no, yeah, well I feel like much, Florida's yeah. been a Republican for like a long fucking time. I mean, we've had like a slew of like horrible governors. You know, Didn't I you mean, Bobby Jindal. Yeah, that's Bobby true. Jindal was Louisiana. What? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure Bobby Jindal was Louisiana. Wait, who was Florida then? Chris, uh, Florida had Rick Scott. Rick oh, Scott. It was the that it was that of year of crazy and people. Jeb. Jeb. Yeah. Jeb. Jeb! Exclamation point! <laughs> please clap! Please clap! Um, my there's a, a friend of mine from high school was uh, like a deputy campaign manager for Jeb, but he oh, was like damn. a high school Republican. Yeah. So if that says like anything, I'm like virgin. <laughs> you were in choir with me. High school Republican. All signs point to Jeb. Oh, that all like, tracks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so God. if you Did know he what the play dem- oboe, I feel like he played no, oboe. Um, but he went to school for composing, but still is like a Jeb guy. But not Berkeley. still a Jeb guy. What? I think. Well, he's like he's like a Bush Republican. Right, right. Oh, I was going to say before. There's a subreddit called R slash neoliberal, <gasps> and it's wow, kind see, of, moving towards the center. It's an amazing. We're subreddit all rolling towards the shitty oh yeah Ugh. that didn't used to be a thing that like people identified as but now it's gotten kind of memeified yeah um, but it's all like jeb people like they were posting today all these like maps of all I- 20 of them all these maps of all the iowa districts completely red with like jeb in front of it like doing a fist bump or well whatever. i feel like <laughs> there's still like viable jeb memes like please clap yeah. like like nobody's ever gonna forget what is please, please clap, clap? Um, he wasn't at his speech and then he was like, he's, he was saying something. He was giving like a stump speech to like a bunch of his constituents and he finished it and no one clapped and yeah. he was like, please clap. And then everybody started clapping. And if, and if I remember correctly, it wasn't a bunch of his constituents. It was like towards the end. I f- believe was it, it like was like people? 12 people. It oh. was like, it was like this small group. See, I can't even remember, but I rem- it was like, I just remember it was like the saddest state of affairs and yeah. please clap is like the sad last desperate whisper. You- <sighs> You Please know that clap. poor man. Yeah. Looking at his fuck up brother. Yeah. Was like, I can do it. I'm actually Coke responsible. Like, Please, daddy. Cars. Please, daddy. Let me have president too. Yeah. And yes. He's like, <laughs> totally. no, you're no fun. You fucking suck up. You piece fucking of shit. nerd. You choir nerd. You, don't, like, oh. you didn't do rails of cocaine at Yale. Go he fuck played yourself. oboe. I feel like he Jeb, looks like a man who played oboe. Yeah, and then the other Jeb meme is like him doing like the hype guy thing in the middle of the crowd with his like chin up. Yes, yes, yes. Do you remember yes, that photo? Yes, yes. That's the one I was referring there's to. There's like a photo with him with like... two internet people, shit. I know, I'm sorry. Hold it. I'm, I'm pulling it up. But there's like a photo of him like lifting his chin like some hype man and then he has just like no upper lip. Um, But it's like... Please don't discriminate my against my people. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. I don't have much of an upper lip. Judge Laughlin, 2024. Ooh. <laughs> Bitch, please. Oh, my God. For all the no upper lip having motherfuckers. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Together, this their powers combine to be verse. Um, just oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Look at this. That's a lady hand on him. Yeah, she's like touching him like he's Jesus or oh something. Oh my god, yeah. Isn't it so much? <laughs> it looks also like he. she's cupping his bosom. Yeah, she's like feeling for her alarm. She's like, does he, does he, uh, that sounds like cancer right there. Yeah. Sounds like. She's oh. looking for the armpit node. Just you like, know? Mm, she's like, sir, check these. Sir, you know? 
Check Sir, all your lymph no, that's nodes, just, people. Uh, that's just too many fatty ribeyes in an Orlando steakhouse. Yeah. Good job. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> no, Florida is a very crazy place with a lot of really horrible people. I was really sad, though, when uh, Andrew Gilliam didn't get the governor. Oh, I don't know who that is. Was so it- Andrew Gilliam um, was a Democratic uh, potential governor, um, at least governor, I think. Uh, but he ran a really good progressive platform, and he almost got it. He was like maybe like a couple points away from winning. Um, but he had a really good track record for um, like incarcerated people and getting them voting rights. And that was like a huge push platform in Florida that a lot of people hopped on. And yeah. I believe it even got that legislation got passed in the state. Um, but obviously now the Republicans are all trying to dogpile on it and um, change it to the point where, you know, there's all these like prerequisites that you need in order to be, mm. you know, if a convicted felon is released, right. you know, you have to have all these papers or you have to have a job or, you know, like there has to be all these ways to bog you down in order for you not to have a vote. You have to do paperwork. Yes. Yeah. But the bureau- the, paperwork the is bureaucratic shifting. A 12 inch you know, stack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you have uh, to prove it, you know, all this other kind of requirements. I'm pretty sure like if you're a felon, you can't vote at all. No, like, regardless yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of no, no, whether no, no. you did time no or matter not. what, yeah, no matter yeah. what the charge, anything, your, your voting rights are gone. I remember this cause on the, on the episode I did with my sister when I was in Las Vegas, like she had a bunch of charges at one point. Well, I remember that episode because she was saying that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just remember it occurring to me in the moment, like how mind blowing that actually was like yeah. thinking about my sister not being able to vote. Cause she like had too much ecstasy on her. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, you know, psychotic. somebody, yeah, somebody steals like a 40, you know, from a you know, corner store and you get charged. And even if it's right. like, you know, a year or whatever, you get that's a slap. felony. Yeah. Yeah. For what? Theft. It's petty larceny. But either way, I, you know, or whatever. I mean, it, like it, it it's depends. a petty crime. It is a petty crime. But regardless, I think um, if you get charged with anything. Well, it depends. You know, you, you have a let's say you steal the 40 and then they search your car and there's like yes. a joint in there. Then boom, you're done. What? Yeah. I mean, marijuana crime. Marijuana is a schedule one drug in most places. Like, yeah. It, it's easy to forget, but it's only been in the last like three or four years that like states and cities have decriminalized it to the degree that it is. Like, yeah. In Ohio, that's still true. Really? You get caught smoking weed, you're fucked, yeah. But they love heroin there. Well, yeah, yeah. in Florida too, and that's the same thing. Hmm. But hmm. it's terrifying, and, and I just think it's really wrong that... Um, ooh, look at that. Ooh! Health insurance with a government-run plan. Support 60, 60% versus support? 36 oppose. Who are these four dumbasses who are like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I might want to. Pay I mean, for oh my god, you guys! Know. Okay, Could this is cool. a fun thing to talk okay. about. Yeah. I tortured myself over the last two days because I listened to three episodes of Pod Save America and a couple of episodes of the New York Times' Daily. Oh, all okay. because I was just like hungry for Iowa caucus information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like the four percent that don't know are exclusively Morons. what these outlets love to cover. Oh yeah. Okay. And they are kind of because it's content. Yeah. It's like it's content. Well, and it also it also pushes a narrative that Bernie's not winning. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting. Like I've noticed the all right. So I get a lot of my news from Twitter, and then also cross referencing with like NBC or other news from yeah. CNN and all that. But I like a lot of Twitter because you know you can follow like individual constituents, uh, reporters from different networks, writers, everything. You could kind of like cross everything in a single stream. Where I feel like if you're subscribing to like a, a certain podcast for political information, you're only getting like a set channel. Definitely. And I feel like to listen and just hear like such like sets of misinformation coming across is really weird and terrifying. Yeah, yeah. 
which is why I don't really listen to political like podcasts that much. Like I told you, I'm kind of like Chapo averse, yeah, yeah. which is weird because I'm, I'm welcome, sure welcome. I'm sure I would like them. But at the same time, I'm like so boring. averse to like it's a political so podcast because I'm just like, I don't want to get like a version of this from you. I'd totally. rather look at it online and like kind of gauge it myself. Right. You know, and then I can like pick what I, w- I want to be listening to. Like I, you know, I, I grew up in like a total NPR house, you know, like, and that's great. But I think I, um, I got it all out of my system. Right. And I think by like college, I was like, please don't make me listen to this. I can't do this. You, you know, that's like so interesting to hear. Cause like, I don't think I heard NPR for the first time really until I was in grad school. Really? Like my car? listened to it in Will's car. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't grow <laughs> I up with like, it at I all. Know. I, I didn't know what was... else to listen to. I yeah, couldn't find no, any other radio and not to station. Say that NPR is bad either. I think they provide. No, but a... it's that single track thing. That, totally. Yeah. Well, I feel like they're like, Shh, it's okay. The world's not like totally burning yet. And I'm like, guys, we got to be a little more urgent than this. Right. Like, it's it's a little too soft ball for me. Right. And that. I don't know. Like, well, no, you're you're totally right, Natalie. That like, yeah, yes, you're only getting one lens on anything, and yeah. that like diversifying. And not that to say that you can't trust you like can. some of these sources or where they're coming from or anything. Like, you know, I don't feel like I'm hearing like some wild and misinformation from like the daily, but it's just one of those things where, you know, even with podcasts or even with like you know political channels or stuff that you like, you know, it's all like punditry. Like it, it all ends up being like through the lens of you know a person or a group of people and. It just has to be wider than that. Yeah. You know? Who is the old guy on NPR who in, who do the noon show oh, in God. New York after or before Brian Lear? Oh, in New York? Oh. Um, Shit. The, Leonard Lopez. Yes. And he got Me Too'd. He got Me Too'd? Yes. See, there I is no this. Leonard Lopez show anymore. He got Bye. Me Too'd and so did the guy who ran like the music thing. Oh, really? John Hockenberry. Okay. Um, And they handled Bye-bye. it not well. Really? It was just like, okay, we changed the format. Here's uh, just like total omission. Here's a lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this hour, let's talking, get some women culture. in here. Yeah, and I was like, ladies, ladies, y'all, ladies. Y'all like, gonna <laughs> talk about this? And they're like, no, absolutely. And I'm like, yeah. See, so that for me is like a, a thing. Like you know, growing up with it, you know, like that was my dad's only news source. Like he yeah. would, you know, and so growing up, like that was kind of the only thing I heard, and it was like the source to trust. And mm. now I feel like. You know, not only individuating from my parents was like a good thing from that, but like, I don't know. I just don't trust like a single line of of communication like oh, that. Oh, no, definitely not. Like, I, I constantly worry at work because people will comment. They'll be like looking over my shoulder at lunch while I'm reading something or whatever. Because like, yeah. I go on Breitbart and like Stormfront and but like all sorts I mean. of crazy shit. So when we, yeah. When and we, it's not, you know, it, it's weird because everyone assumes you agree with that. I think that's sort of and changing you're like, no, now. I'm just doing like research, yeah, really. Yeah, like, just trying you know. to figure out what are, where everyone's heads are at. Yeah. Like when we go to um, Kyle's parents' house in upstate New York, you know, which is like fucking famously red, you know, like, well, you know, we're up late, we're watching the TV and like just the political ads are fucking insane. They're like the most scary fascist shit you've yeah, ever yeah. seen. Like, They're not all my pillow ads? No. Um, actually, that guy's famously. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Loves um, Jesus and Republicans. Oh, my. In America, too. Um, but. And a good night's sleep. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> It's all um, worth it. No, but I felt like uh, we got like virally infected with bad like Republican TV commercials because um, Kyle and I were watching Hulu the other night and there was like this one Republican pack ad and it's Hulu. So they don't 
it's just like a gen- general algorithm so they'll generate like the same commercial like six fucking times yeah, in a yes. row. you have to see it and it's yes. horrifying but there was one one woman who was like talking about max rose who's the i think he's not the governor but like um he's not governor uh he basically is um the representative for staten island and a couple other districts in like right queens or not queens brooklyn sorry um and they're like this white woman at a kitchen table with like her two kids, and there's like a like a live laugh like love, you know, oh, like my font favorite style sign. thing. I'm like, oh. oh, you know what? Actually, I'm kind of like getting weirdly back into those in some horrifying way. Oh, I think that's re- I I think we look askance at it because we are art people. Yeah, but I feel like no one has used that as parody. Like kitsch, True. yeah. Oh. It's like so ripe for kitsch. I'm waiting for like, yeah, yeah. I, I think what if I can I, do that. I'm like doing text work. What if I just pivot to like live laugh love font? Dude, but both of you actually could have interesting avenues artistically. Let's for do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's really good. I'll okay. find some driftwood. Great. We'll I'll plain get the white it. paint. Oh, you're going to go as far as to do the support, right? Here. Oh, and then hang it. So it's a Wait, hanging. What's the, yeah. Okay. What is like the cute? Or like, it has to be cut vinyl. Oh, yeah. We could do like a. You know how to order that? I don't know how to order that. Yeah, we can order it. Do you think anybody's gotten Live, Laugh, Love on their tombstone yet? No, but I might now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow, I really like that. No, it wouldn't be on a tombstone. It would be on a decorative vase, <gasps> like an urn. Ooh. It would be an urn because you'd be cremated yeah, and then yeah, it would yeah. be live, lived, laughed, love. Wow. Well. Oh my god! Holy shit! That's the addition of the century. Oh my! Wow! Get that going. You okay, can make crank, a billion yeah. dollars. Okay, crank it out. Crank it out. All right. Trademark. Yeah. Oh my god! If TM, you made, if you well, made that and you had an infomercial that aired in the Midwest from like eight p.m. till midnight, yeah, you could do like the midnight slot instead of like the dirty call slot. A dirty, you could do the, dirty, you could yes. do rich, live, filthy, laugh, rich bitch. One nine hundred lived, laughed, loved. Lived, laughed, loved. <laughs> <laughs> but but it would be. <laughs> this is the brand because we're millennials, right? Yeah, yeah. Loved L O V L U V D. No, no, no. No, you. Okay. no we're okay, not that's trash too people. internet. No, sorry, that's sorry. too internet. That's it like, is. It is. You're right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We have to be wholesome. L zero V three. Wow, you could so cash in on this. I just keep thinking, um, oh, what is that like? That cute home renovation couple that like everyone loves now. The people who have Target shit. Yes. I don't know. Shiplap. Yes, the shiplap, the shiplap couple. I don't know their names. I used to, but you could totally corner that market in oh, that yeah. sense. It's it's all here. Oh yeah, white ladies this is named beautiful. Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, so I could I fuck like, them up. I yeah, literally yeah. like. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck them up. I've literally taken their money for fifteen years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's. Beautiful. I could just do it for, this is in like perpetuity. The best. Oh yeah. Um. God, what was I gonna say? Where were Where were we? Um, I forget. <laughs> I got really sidetracked. Oh no, no, no. Okay, so we were okay. So Kyle and I were watching, oh, and right. there was like this, this like Political Republican pack yeah. generated yeah, yeah. commercial that was like Mama playing over table, and yeah. over, like you know, some like horrible brainwashing, and it's a woman just being like, you know, Max Rose said that he would vote, you know, like vote for Trump's blah blah blah, but he voted against it, like. He like he's it's just was like he's like soft on crime like you know too tough on guns like it, it and it just kept repeating like and he was telling me about it when I got home he's like there's this like psycho like pack he's like there's this psycho commercial of like this white woman at a table talking about this one guy like 
I don't even know what it is because Kyla is not so far into this as I right. am. And I was like, this has to be like some creepy Republican Pat commercial. And then we started watching something and it came up and he was like, there it is. And he was like screaming at the TV. <laughs> and I just ended up watching it like six times in a row. But it, it absolutely is like this Republican Pat commercial. Do they and use it, the children? Yes. Oh, Did yeah. It's like, it's like the kids like sketching in like, you know, like a Trapper Keeper book like, like on the counter. He- this elected official made mommy sad. No, no, no. It's not like she that. Tr- it's she not. goes to the wine store more oh, now. Oh, alcoholic. Please moms. make, <laughs> please make mommy stop don't drinking. Vote. <laughs> yeah. Don't vote Newport. progressive, or mom will drink herself to death. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a yeah. really good one. <laughs> um, Mother has been ruined by gin. It's just like the Amy Schumer, you know, Friday Night Lights with the big glug of wine. She's just chugging. Have you seen that? What? Amy Schumer, when she first had her show, did this like, oh, the sketch big, where the she had like wine? the jumbo glass of wine because Connie Britton in Friday Night Lights was always like swigging <laughs> some fucking white wine. But I just. Yeah, but she spills it all over because she's sloppy. <sighs> so good. Nicole Byer um, can have a giant one and just be like. Oh, yeah. Just have you guys no seen this show, The Americans? No, but I've you heard it's really good. You reminded me of it because of that actress. Yeah. Claire Connie? Dane. Connie Britton. No, Claire Danes. Is no. on the Americans. No, I think no, no it's not Claire Danes. She's in a. Oh no, Carrie Russell is. Carrie Russell. That's Felicity. Russell. R- that's not the Felic- same person. R.I.P. Oh, okay. Hashtag oh. R.I.P. Dean DeLuca. Oh. They all work there. What? What? In Felicity. Okay. Fuck Cancel. you. Look, look, man. You need <laughs> to start a side podcast that's about gay stuff that you can talk. What? <laughs> <laughs> like no, Felicity th- and Gilmore Girls. This is classic WB mid nineties. Okay. Felicity Carrie. Russell. I can respect this because I'm like a a, a late bloomer CW person now. Oh, okay. So I can respect this. Okay. See, you guys, go. I was watching Deep Space Nine on okay. the CW oh, okay. while you guys were so watching that. I need every everyone to look up Scott Speedman Felicity. Okay. Doing this now. <laughs> heartthrob of all heartthrob the sweetest looking man scott speedman felicity yeah okay speedman Mm. is a very dirty speed man speed man okay let's see that's a good video game avatar scott speedman also mario kart right or left the left the right guy was another scott but he was left yeah Mm -hmm. okay like kind of topher gracie a little bit no, but like more he's a little more square jaw. No, he's more that. he's a little more manly than Topher. Yeah, Topher's he like has shoulders. Too yeah. he, has, he has shoulders. That's a very good <laughs> indicator. Yeah. The other guy was like he's the, a like, little hot more guy. hide, a little less Eric. Yeah. He's rounder. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Still man. wore the structure striped sweaters. I've actually been like like playing around with. I I see unfortunately a lot of those like that seventy shows like like screen caps for some reason in my explore feed which i think is some like wait what i don't know why it's just like that that 70s show (laughs) like clips keep showing up in my explore feed and i'm like is this like the fucking algorithm trying to get me to watch the show because i never watched it growing up but yeah interesting i feel like i'm a i'm like a general i'm like a a gap away from you guys that's exactly right yeah so but i like i love charmed like I grew up religiously watching Charmed and I watch it at the gym in the mornings when I do elliptical and it fucking rocks. That's Power of like the- Three, baby. Yes. P3, yes. the club. Oh my God. That was God. a great fucking source great of, show. of alt rock yes. in the late they 90s. Because they ran the club and then all the bands would, yeah. Would play, yeah. Yes. P3, Beth the club oh. is definitely the title of this episode. <laughs> I love that. Yes. 
<laughs> the power Cheers of three will set you free. Was yeah. The, is that the thing? The power the of spell? three will set you three free. Is but yeah, thing? you're right now. You would have missed that 70s show a little bit. I did by a little bit. I had some like older girlfriends in my neighborhood and we'd all like cluster and like watch it. Like, I, I you know, Simpsons you know, and like Charmed mm, and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like WB morning shows. I got nothing Stuff there. like that. No? Okay. I'm See, that's person. where the... <laughs> no, I think, I think that 70s show was popular amongst our demographic because our parents were parents also obsessed it. with it. Well, right. It's it was a nostalgia. nod to you both. It's the same yeah. reason why the like, Guardians of the Galaxy is so great because the soundtrack is like amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's all like wonderful 70s rock. Kyle and I listen to it all the time, but it's that nod to the parents that also like the kids yeah, get to absolutely. enjoy the thing. Yep. So it, it does both. It's the equivalent of driving around with your parents yes. in the car listening to the classic rock station and you're like this is pretty good this and they're like cool. i fucking love this turn it up and you're like okay oh my yeah. god you guys i had the kind of a tragic moment with my dad the oh, last no. time what? i was in ohio it was tragic for me what only. that he wanted you to turn up yellow no i was talking to <laughs> look yellow is good <laughs> no it's not good. yes it is uh, Boston, like, he wanted you to turn up like no 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 no, no, no. Was lying low. i was asking my dad about pink floyd because I've been having a Pink Floyd assance, mm. and it, not everything is in assance. I always have you listened to Live at Pompeii? No, very good. It's okay, cool. I'll check it out. Kyle showed it to me. It's awesome. I'm not like a huge Pink Floyd person, yeah. but I really enjoyed it. Well, so I was talking to my dad because I always identified Pink Floyd with him mm. growing up. Him listening to Dark Side of the Moon, like in the car oh, or yeah. whatever. And he worked at a concert venue with my uncle when they were young. So, like, I was like, hey, did you ever, like, see Pink Floyd when they were around? And he was like, oh, no. Like, I didn't listen to Pink Floyd till I was, like, in my 30s. Oh. And I was like, so no. So, it, like, it was like a warped memory. Like, you're, like, yeah. you're, like, you're, like rem- misremembering. I thought like... this was about me connecting with my dad <laughs> and, like, his childhood and, like, all this stuff. And it just turns out that, like, no, he didn't. He was a, he was a fake Floyd the, boy they're, and they're didn't get into it Fake later. Floyd boy. <laughs> till later. Um, God. Yeah, I don't know. My version of that would be like me and my mom in the car listening to Dixie Chicks. Mm. Excuse. Was your mom? What a do you Dixie mean? Chicks? Excuse. <laughs> Just explain the story. What do you mean? It's, Wait. So I grew so, up in I grew up in South Florida, and my mom and I would drive around in a truck, and we'd put on a cassette, and it was the Dixie Chicks, and that was her favorite music. So you were killing Earl or whatever. The oh song was? yeah, you okay. mean Goodbye Earl? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know no. there was a song about killing Earl. Yeah. It's also like a really, I mean, you know what? I could have like a whole side episode about Dixie Chicks because they fucking rock. Um, they said the right thing at the right time. They were like the first country band. We're ashamed ever... to be from Texas. Yes. The yeah. famous last words. They had, but well, you know didn't what? They, Beyonce well, they had... recover them from the dead? I guess she like reanimated them, but I think it was really sad because they were like one of the few country bands that actually came out against Bush at a time where right. it was yeah. really fucking awful and they went down in flames for doing the right thing. Yeah. And they also were like an incredible band. And Goodbye Earl is like a wonderful, insane song about fucking killing an abusive husband and in the country genre, that's pretty fucking rare. But either way, I love them. And I'm not going to dismiss. The, I'm not. The, I'm no, stumping no. for them right now. I know. I'm, I'm not, not going to dismiss. Against you, Will. I'm uh, just saying. I'm chicks. extremely pro Dixie Chicks. Um, but. I just have very little <laughs> other than they killed a man. They killed a man and then Beyonce brought them back two years ago? Oh, it was, was it a year ago? It was like four years ago. Oh, okay. See, this is where I, I go. I would hesitate to say they were even brought back. I mean, she reanimated a, them for a moment. Yes. But now they're gone song. again. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Which like they would be a good Vegas show. Yes, that's true. I would pay money for that. I but absolutely for all would. the shitty Vegas things. Don't judge me. Um, 
there would like <laughs> i feel like there would people in the same way that like people go to see like a celine a celine Dion. yeah totally britney spears Lady Gaga, J Lo. Like, does Lady Gaga have a Vegas no. show? Did she, she have a Vegas show? I thought no. she did a residency. She has. It was like a. It was not. Britney did a residency. Lady Gaga will J-Lo age out of residency. her current stardom and get a Vegas Absolutely. show. Absolutely, she's not there she yet. She wants to be Babs. Come on, totally. She wants to be like an art Babs. But you're right. But but you know why her, that she did a Star Is Born. Oh God, I love that movie. Your favorite fucking movie. Really? I really liked that movie a lot. He cried yeah. three times. Did you cry? Yeah, I you did. Cried. I that movie was so heartbreaking to me. Was it Sam Elliott that made you cry? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I it, love that man. It was Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper made you cry. Oh yeah. I mean, I really identified with the tragedy of that character. That's mm. very embarrassing to say out loud. But, yeah, but, but I really, that. really. This did. Iowa caucus episode is getting really good. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> but you know, I had a lot of conversations about it afterwards. And maybe you can tell me. Did you see the movie? Uh, I saw it at an airplane. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that counts though. That does it count? That also is precisely what it is. Well, then you that's s- how I feel. It's like a perfect airplane it, movie. It I've never seen it, but movie. I think it's. I watched it over someone's. I watched between the crack of someone's seat, and you didn't watch it on your own screen. No, I feel weird. Wait, I'm you like watched weird... it without being able to hear it? Yeah, I'm like a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that's like a weird habit I've. Did they have subtitles on? Yeah, they oh, had cra- okay, they had okay. caps on, so I knew what was going on. Okay. but like, but how did you know you were in the deep end or not? I have no idea. See, I didn't know. Um, but I have a weird habit where I've just started like being a creepy voyeur and yeah. like half observing a movie through the crack of someone's like seats on the plane. Oh, I and think I've, everybody does. I've that. watched like a shitload of movies that way with captions usually, but it's like my excuse to not actually go through the endeavor of watching it. Right. It's like listening to something in your fucking doctor's office while you're like waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're just like, all right, I'm here. There's this. We'll just watch it through a crack. Yeah. You know? Well, I talked to ladies about A Star is Born, and they universally felt very different. Interesting. There was a, that, there was that a spectrum like, or, or like... Av- well, no, there was no spectrum. It was just that like, what do you mean you identified with Bradley Cooper's character? Like he was a horrible like monster and oh. he deserved to die. See, I'm not like so informed. <laughs> As you can he tell, I watched great. it from like um, a yeah, low yeah. way. A, liter- so not, a literal yeah. remove. Yeah. So, Will, I feel like you probably have more on... Yeah. Did you actually no. watch it? Fuck you, no. Yeah, you never did. <laughs> never but mind. I'm gay, so through osmosis. Oh, okay. Through you know, osmosis. Through, you know, the... I listen to things. You have like 70, you've 75%. You've heard about it enough. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it is it a big phenomenon for the gay community to Well, like, there's love two drag queens in it who like love talking about it. Right. Yes. And then At you the put beginning. a gaga in a thing and a then all the gays are thing. like, yeah. But then they saw it and they're like, ooh, this is kind of campy. This is not that serious, actually. Yeah, no, it's like really campy. It's kind of bad, actually. We love it because it's a little bad and it takes itself so seriously. It, it does. takes it, but it that's does. that's kind of like I feel like that's where she like leans in the hardest and does it well. Oh, yeah, she's uh. like she's like camp. Oh, I'm just gonna grind my fucking elbow into this uh-huh. until I get to the core of the earth. Like you know. But you know what? Like, I don't want to give Lady Gaga that much credit in that movie. I think she was taking it very seriously. Not oh, of course, not in a camp way. She didn't know her, what movie she, she was in. She wants an egot. She yes. Yeah, totally. Thank you, Will. She wants to she, egot. She's an egot gal. She's like, let me just get this done i'm gonna take this so seriously because i want to be in that league i want for i want to be lynn manuel of white she's chicks. a she's a yep. fame monster oh. <laughs> <laughs> will just wilts away from his mic oh i'm so sorry well i do have to say that, I did that to you. if i hadn't that watched good. that movie that by good. myself i w- would have had a really different experience of it 
Mm. I watched it by myself twice. You watched it by yourself twice? Twice. And then third in company? Uh, no, I don't think I ever saw it a third time. Did I watch any of it with you? Fuck that no. would have been the only opportunity. I would so never. No. But yeah, if I had watched that with a group of people, I would have been shredding it. Mm. But What's it, that mean? I would have been, like, would have been ripping, ripping it, it apart. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, it's obvious but that it's taking the, itself too in seriously. The, in, uh, you know, in yeah. seclusion, you... Felt That's very right. tied to it. It was a dark horse wine. That's really emotional interesting. Feeling now I'm moment. trying to yeah. think of like a film in private that I'm like, th- I had like a very emotional reaction to it where I wouldn't have in public. I would do that with TV. Eyes. Really? Yeah. Can't do it with movies. You do it with TV though? Yeah. Okay. Like what? Like Cried what? three times when I watched the finale of Good Place. Oh, I've heard really good things about that show. Everyone should watch it. Okay, my it's friend Corey told smart, me that, and I trust him. I saw the first two seasons and liked them a lot. Okay, but I don't think I'll finish. That's it. like two for two. I'll try it. Yeah, it's I've worth heard good it. things. Okay, then. Uh, yeah. Well, do you like Mike Sure stuff in general, like Parks and Rec and The Office? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's definitely like familiar, fair. Yeah. I like it. It's very much group that. dynamic comedy. Like, yeah. yeah, then I'll like it. It doesn't yeah. deviate like from that formula very much. Also, yeah. you throw Ted Danson on anything, I'll probably watch it. I know. I grew up watching He's Cheers. so charming. Guys, you know about Ted Danson's blackface incident. Yes. No. Oh, oh that was boy. when he was dating okay. Whoopi. Reveal. He was, Whoopi she, gave him the green light. No she one gave him the green light. Idea, and then, yeah, yeah, he was dating. And then it happened. And then it was, it was during the, bad. her roast. There was a, yeah, in the early 90s, there was a roast of Whoopi Goldberg when they were dating and he came out in blackface and started making watermelon jokes about Whoopi. Wow. And apparently she was the only person that was laughing. Of course. She loved it. Which is very much her style where (laughs) she's like, she's like, oh, this has got the whole room aghast. Then yes, I will laugh my ass off. Unfortunately, there's no video footage of this because I would really like to see it. Of course not. Oh my God. But there are photos and you can see. Oh yeah. I mean, all right. I'm gonna look this Whoopi up. Whoopi also just farted on the View like a month and a half ago. Nah, really? Oh she was God. like, "Ooh, a frog got out." That's <laughs> the quote. <laughs> Ooh, I think a frog got out. And, you're like, and they all look at her like, "Girl, I, we're on TV right she's now." She just wow. like gives no fucks in a way that's. Oh my god! As long as the check cashes. Yes. Oh my god! We don't give a fuck. She's got an egot. You in danger, girl. Oh, I wonder if she'll come <laughs> back. Oh my God. Molly, you in danger, girl. Oh, that's like, yeah, a my favorite line. gif ever. Yeah, it's a good one. <sighs> She's good. Now I'm trying. I'm still trying to rack my like brain an intimate for... movie that. Yeah, you yeah. Had. I'm like, I'm really right. Like, I feel like I have that experience kind of a through. lot. If I watch a movie by myself, I'm gonna be very much in the space to be mm. like with it. No, same here. Like, I feel like I, I tap into stuff easily, but I feel like I don't know. I'm not like a i am i've become more of a crier as i've gotten older but i did not cry a lot in film i'm trying to think oh you know i do embarrassingly tear up um this is gonna be on file forever so i'll probably regret saying this but um at the i'm trying to remember which lord of the rings it is oh wow but oh yeah it's one of those um Oh, yeah. Okay. So when uh, it's near the end of the second movie where um, Frodo basically has the ring on um, and they're outside the White City and the fucking Wraith is on coming to get him. Yeah, and he yeah. yanks the ring off and then he basically goes to stab Samwise and he's like, look at yourself. And then he gives that wonderful speech about good things in the world and they're worth fighting for. Right. 
always cry. It's like a that's like a red button for me oh, wow. tearing up and crying is like this like totally fantasy moralistic speech <laughs> at like a Lord of the Rings film. And I, I will guarantee cry. And it's like the most embarrassing thing ever. But that is that is it. I cry every time. Oh, wow. So that's like, a, but again, like if I was like, I've definitely watched it with Kyle yeah. and he's like, are you fucking serious? Right. Like, you know, like Kyle's <laughs> like, he's like, that's really sweet. But like, oh my God. That's you know? a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's just like, it's, it's, it's something about it. Oh my god! I uh, okay. <laughs> I have no so, idea. I have no idea what this is because I a slight these. correction. Okay. I actually think Please that that's me. at the beginning of Return of the King, is and it? not no, at the end no, of Two Towers. No, it, I will bet you it's at the end of the second film. At the end of the second. Okay, okay. So at the end of the second film. Uh, well, I will say this: when I was in high school, I went and saw <laughs> the third Star Wars prequel mm. with my girlfriend oh. at the time. And uh, oh, there, boy. there's the. I'm already tipping my head. There's the moment where uh, <laughs> they come on, and the emperor comes on, and he says, "Execute Order 66," and oh, they kill it... all the Jedi's. You oh, know? yeah, oh, the and Padawans. then it's like the uh, like killing, like yeah, and, like and there's Anakin, a montage like, of killing well, children. Well, when Anakin kills all the children, then yes, that's very sad and fucked up. It, like, it, well, I cried so much and i think at that at that point i was 16 or 17 okay. years old but we well well wait i i don't think age. i'd cried in years mm. up until that point and so again there's something about a person going bad oh yeah again where you identify well and it's like so <laughs> fucking stupid i mean i've seen let's, those let's prequel connect. movies let's you know let's unpack this point a point b point c triangle let's unpack yeah, yeah. this mm-hmm. oh my god well but long <sighs> story short uh, my girlfriend Anakin. was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> that th- it was really upsetting to her. She was like, and not really unattractive it. that okay. I had cried at the Jedi killing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, my that's god. that's a lady boner killer. Yeah, it really oh. was. I got no head. After oh that wow! One. Okay, canceled. See, you just yeah. you just took a, a thing and then you made it bad. Yeah. Well, much like your movie heroes. <laughs> I executed that was, Order 66 yeah, that was on good. myself. Wow. You deactivated or- no, Camper. you deactivated Order 69. Oh my god. It's not better. I know that. No, I think that's the only that Lord of the Rings speech weirdly is like the only one I can think yeah, of off yeah. the top well, of my head. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's perfectly fitting for that type it's of thing. It's just like it's just <gasps> like oh. First time caucus goers, Sanders. 29 29, baby. Yeah, we should probably get back to politicking, I guess. Um, oh, no, please don't. No, no? I like, okay. No, no, no. Anything, you like anything else. Okay. Anything else, please. <laughs> anything Jesus. else. I'm sure. Have you heard enough of this on and off? Oh, yeah? Is that kind of house? No. Yeah, Kyle's kind of in a similar boat to yeah, you. Yeah, Will's funny. I just come home like railing about Twitter. And Kyle's like, Kyle's like, I like have moved 400 pound crates today. And I don't <laughs> have like the brain to occupy this. Yeah, I'm like, like I don't know. People cried. I don't know. I just, but I don't this know looks so sad. Like, yeah, I get it. But also. But yeah, pretty. I don't know. It's an exciting, it's an exciting night. Like what so time exciting. is it right now? It's almost nine it's right almost now. Nine. So we we know nothing. It's going to be interesting because this is going to come out on Thursday. Yeah. What? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they have oh, to tally everything. Or this? No, no. This this episode of this podcast. Oh, I thought that oh, was coming kidding. out on Thursday. And I was like, no. But by the I end of the night, ready we'll to, know how this to be counted out. for two days. I thought the same thing. I was like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> maybe. What? No, I got go. I just literally forgot all the rules. Okay. No. Yeah. But no, it'll be interesting because as we sit here and you're listening to this and. Pass, it's past news, old news. 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's already old news. We'll find out. But hopefully, it's good news. I, I am like a little bit nervous. I've been trying to keep it in. Yeah, well, I think this in is the back like, of my mind. This is the first prominent. indicator, like out the gate, whether or not Bernie has the momentum. Because I mean, I don't know. We're in New York City, and we're like jokingly calling ourselves coastal elites, right, which yeah, is totally. my favorite term. Um, but you know, and I have a shitload of friends in California, and it's like you know, Bernie, 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 and like people trying to canvas or call, and like you know, I've done some calling, and I have friends who go canvassing, and there's like two friends of mine at the caucus, like who flew out there, That's like awesome. some next level, yeah, uh, which I love, but um, yeah, I mean, I fly to Iowa, I mean, yeah, but I mean, just to be able to like $30. go and actually do door knocking is like pretty cool yeah. that you well, like I, spend your time. I don't know if you know this, people. Natalie, and I don't. I think it ended up on a bonus episode of ours. So other people, are, I'm going to Nevada to are work you? for Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Camp I talked to my I talked to my um rep at the Northwest Las Vegas ah Las Vegas office today. Cool. Um, that's awesome. They seemed pretty overwhelmed. Yeah. And in in Nevada, they've gotten like very few people from out of state, which is worrying. Interesting. Um. Well, that's good people that you're in going California. There, then. There's at least some of you I know that listen to this. Why the fuck don't you go to Nevada? Yeah, we that? have. I have a couple friends no in there, California bro. who are flying to Iowa, and then I have one or two people, Twitter friends, who have gone to Iowa to Doorknock, which is really cool. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but well, Iowa and New Hampshire are so big for the whole strategy. Totally. He has to well, win. that's what I mean. It's one of those things where I think this is what I, was, I guess I was getting to is like. Um, it's the first indication of whether or not, you know, in the middle, if, if Bernie's, right. you know, legislation or, or policies or ideas are actually tracking with, you know, constituents. So it's scary and you're hopeful, but also... These graphs on the C- but CBSN also, you, don't The other need, thing, too, uh, people freak out about polls and, like, I don't, I don't trust any preemptive Well, I think polls. after last time, you can't really trust anything. Yeah, you know, and, like, on Twitter, you know, like, I... You know, I'm in some like pretty fucking leftist streams, but like, you know, people are like, oh, Bernie's doing so well in the polls. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. But like actually fucking talk to the people next to you because that's the thing that matters. Like you were saying you went home and talked to your family. Like I, you know, I spent my New Year's with my mom and who, you know, she's liberal, but like, you know, she's like a boomer liberal. So it's like, you know, she kind of I was telling Chris this, but like, um one evening we were all getting drunk and then we started talking politics and then she kind of was like well like what do you think about joe and i did like the tiffany pollard like huh? beyonce like i just did like the joe biden like i freaked out <laughs> and then i had to like i had to like reel it back so hard and i knew i made a like horrible horrible mistake in freaking out initially because i was like oh and now i am that person i am <laughs> right. like the young Turks like liberal where I'm like, how can you believe, you know? And I was like, Oh fuck, like fuck, you know? And then it was great. Cause the next morning I followed up hungover and I'm just like on the couch, just being like a doomer, which was like the worst. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I was like, I was that like, word. I, I know it's so dumb, but like, I really can't. And, and the I'm reason I, I used it is because it, it is also a very dumb perspective to me, like to be a doomer when we have the actual time and capability to not be, I think is like, Oh, I just, I just the sigh was more for myself for knowing what that was. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so, I don't know. I, I, th- that, that's interesting to me because I, I would 
count myself like more in that camp than not. I feel like do like I really feel like like Bernie's whole ascent here and importance to me is that this is the last chance. This yeah. is the last chance we're ever going to see in our life. I guess, and, and in that way, like I I can see like the the train of thought becoming so popular that sort of the attraction to that viewpoint of like doomerism where it's like you know it's going to be the end but i think the thing that makes me so wary of that is like christian institutions and republicans throughout all time like i think it's one of those things where ideologically you look at conservatism and it's like you know like they're like kind of weirdly psychotically like goading the end yeah you know and they're like looking for every avenue out where they're like this is it like you know like all the you know like the the great events are happening and like it's almost like the self-fulfilling prophecy of like if we fuck it up more and more we will get the end result that we want except it's like it's not that like so i think for me i'm really cautionary like because i do the doomer thing too where i'm like man do we have to just like wait for a whole generation of people to die for like anything to happen and i'm like no because i am able to vote now Right. And I and not that voting is like this flawless institution either. Like, I think obviously we've seen fucking that it's it's blown up into something completely different now yeah. um, or that uh, that sacred trust is totally dissolved, which is, you know, fucking false to begin with. But I think the thing is, is like we are able to cause change now. We are able to vote and move now and do things now. So to give in to totally give in to doomerism like you can maybe think like a doomer but as long as you're moving that's fine to me yeah yeah you know? i mean that's the level but i think that's where i thing. identify with it like i i think it's an interesting meme because it does encapsulate it encapsulates an the actual feeling that's going I, on you know and but if you identify I mean. with it as more than a meme uh, and it becomes an ideology to you where you're trying to accelerate that's some sort I mean. of collapse and, and or think, whatever yes please. Yeah. That's, that's not good see that's the thing and that's why i get so wary and that's why i, I like I get really wary about doomer, you know, ideology because I'm like, because then it's just, you know, like we talk about like people warn that like, oh, Bernie's just like Trump. And it's like, no, like this extremist kind of leaning into this ideology of like doomerism to me is like a strain that happens in both Republicans and Democrats. Like, you know, like just giving into the thing, you know, and I I mean, at some point, like it's funny, we're working with um, an artist now who's like at the gallery who's focused on like ecological studies you know um and she's like super doomer like she's like she's almost like a like a sam neill and what fucking what john carpenter movie is that where he's like the author and it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy thing like he 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 tries to find this author who wrote this like psycho book and then it turns out like everything in the book is true and it's like the end times or something but sam neill is like this this like a uh, placeholder like for the viewer going through like the end times and he's like i can see it all coming and he like goes totally fucking mad like it's one of those things where i sort of feel like she's like seen and read too much yeah, yeah. and so she's always comes in and she's just like yeah like you know just like we should just fucking like burn this all down or like you know the australian fires are happening and she's like yeah like there's this instagram model who like or this instagram girl who's been like taking nudes and, and raised like seven hundred thousand dollars for like australian wildfire by her funds, family which is fucked because she's actually doing the right thing like but right. she literally like you know this artist was like so you guys should just like start taking off your clothes and, like <laughs> you know like and, and at first we were all like uh what like you know but i i think that's like that doomer logic where it's like fuck it you know like it's the end like just cut and run like let's do whatever we can but then 
you think about that latent read of like well that's capitalism yeah exactly where it's like we're like we're like the monetized commodity now and it's not like Right. On, on one hand, it's a it's a really pathetic sign that that's the best way totally. to combat a problem like, like climate like, change is to objectify like, yourself and yeah, sell it for and money. And it's like yeah. and that that is like and it sucks because it's like, yeah, it's positive because she raised fucking seven hundred thousand dollars like they need that money. And that's the way to get it because all of our more alarming. Let OK. Me s- yes. Sidetrack Sorry. this real Please, quick. Go. All the fire fighters in Australia volunteer. They don't have volunteer. Actu- they don't actually have paid that's fucked. Year round. That's fire fucked. people. And I'm like, you're that's, on a desert island. You're on a desert island that is brush. heating up every year. And you don't have like set you people. You don't have to people to like do this like with oh. skills. You got people who are like, I like koalas. I don't want to watch them burn. I'll just oh, put them I'll in my get car. A hose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just, and then everybody goes, oh, look at all the cute koalas in the car. And you're like, yeah, except they're all like, look like fucking like, you Mangled know. Mangled and fucked. Yeah. They look like, um, yeah. Well, it's an interesting just, thing, like, right? Because, it, because, you know, you have to sort of set aside for a second the cataclysm that is like global climate change. Because outside of that environment, <sighs> it is a sign of a positive society that you would not really need a mm-hmm. fire service yeah. outside of volunteers. Like that actually is Australia is so weird. Is a Australia goal. is a fucked up place. Well, that they have no guns, which is like good. Like they, they're the sure. first like fucking they had nation. One that was mass like, shooting, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're done." Yeah. Well, yeah. the yeah, you know, the prime minister's like, "Yeah, sorry, give us all your guns." Tough shit, you know. And, and it's like, like, yeah, that was sad. Well, again, yeah. well, like along the lines of <laughs> the volunteer fire regiment, yeah. like the thing that was inspirational about the gun buyback in Australia was that it was more or less voluntary. And it's also a buyback. Yeah. Like people, they're like, "We'll give you money." In. Well, the idea right. that the, the, what I'm trying to get at is the idea that the society elected to do this and then collectively enacted it. Well, there was a lot yeah. of pushback. It yeah, was like I'm a, sure it was there a was. lot, but like yeah. it actually happened. Right. Which is like the thing, like you think about Sandy Hook. Right. Like the images like, of dead kids was yeah. so strong that people are like, I'll take some money from my gun. Yeah. Here we're like, oh, I don't know. I guess. Well that's it's some like more. a bunch of dead kids and everybody's like just grips their guns tighter, you know? Well I mean there was another mass shooting today. Yeah. Excuse? Yeah. It showed up in the headlines like when I was looking for Iowa stuff. Well like, that's okay. But it happens every day. I was trying to think about I listen to like way too much true crime stuff but I think about the phenomenon of like the mass shooting and how it's like so normalized now like I didn't even know that something happened yeah. today you know like that's low on the level of reporting. yeah that's like yeah. that's like, like low yeah, on the one. level of shit going on right now that's fucking crazy no, it's just, it, you know, we, we live in a kind of boring dystopia. But also it's like overwhelming. Like that's the thing is like with the way we receive information, it's you're constantly inundated with everything. Like you have to like choose what thing you're fucking upset about. Well, I didn't know. Well, this is, again, a sidebar just because it's a Please. little lighter and more fun. Please help. I yeah. didn't know um, <laughs> until like my employees were like, oh, yeah, that place behind us got robbed. And I was what, like, what do you mean by robbed and they're like yeah forty thousand dollars worth of coats got like stolen in soho and i was like the That's fuck what are you fun. talking about no one told me and they're like oh, okay. yeah it's, not, it's only on local news it's not on anything i'm like forty thousand dollars of coats of coats that's just real, coats that's like 10 coats <laughs> i don't know I'm like yeah it's 10 coats. that's like not that many coats but like it's kind of funny that someone just pulled up a van mafia style and just yeah. like cracked a window and said fuck it well that's kind of like the the uncut gems like fun narrative that you're like oh this is like fun crime it, was, yeah, it yeah. was kind of fun like, crime like, but like i was nobody like nobody got hurt and it's like a weird new york post story where you're like you know like 
you know, 10 coats stolen, 40 grand, you know, like, and you're like, what? Like, what the fuck is but this? A, <laughs> but it was a true heist. It was like yeah, middle it's of like, the night. Oh. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I feel like someone should have told me like all these cops doing nothing on their phones and yeah. vaping outside of Nike should have been like, <sighs> hey, keep an eye. Someone stole $40,000. worth of coats. <laughs> and I would have been like, well, shit, dog. Good to know. I got no coats. Okay. okay yeah. But <laughs> thank you for telling me. They're just like, no, good luck, fucker. And I'm like. <laughs> oh my god well it makes you realize how easy it is to get away with things like that really yeah like yeah. if you're even stuff. like barely well planned you just have that's to bribe not someone who works in the with store people. with 10 grand and they'll yeah. be like yeah fuck it i'll leave it on lock i don't give a shit yep yeah that's like bank robbing in the 30s or something you used to pay the cops Terrifying. oh yeah oh well i know from experience that cops in the first precinct don't give a fuck oh i mean i'm sure they my car got the back window broken in and a bunch of shit stolen on my oh, cart, which fuck. cost maybe fifty dollars total. Okay. I'm sorry. That's still sucks. No, it's stupid because okay, if in the <laughs> in no. okay, so we're doing a spatial analogy okay. where my phone is approximately a phone's distance away from Natalie's phone. Uh-huh. And her phone was where the pop up NYPD van was. Oh nice. And then my busted ass car. So it was, was like a car <laughs> it was like a car space away from your car. Oh yeah. And that shit oh, yeah. happened. Lived in bedside. Beautiful. Seven years at that point. I was like, no, I feel like that's like there. a good New York story where you're like, yeah, there oh, was yeah. a cop van, a car space away from mine, and I still got shit stolen. Three out of my cars car. got fucked. And I was like, cool, you went for the dirty Corolla. <laughs> wow. <you dumb> fucker. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, my God. They were too busy spying on the projects to worry about. There's no projects in car. Soho. <laughs> <laughs> there's one. There's three. You get Actually, the there's three. Uh, whatever. You yeah. got to check for, you know, they're really busy monitoring people who go through the emergency exit door in the subway. So, you oh, know, yeah. pressing, have you, have pressing you seen matters. The people that, like, pressing are, matters. Well, the Gorilla are pouring Glue. Gorilla Glue into the. Uh, oh, yeah. No. The ocu- what is it? The. Um, oh, fuck. Colonize this place. Oh, yeah. 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 No. Uh, my. I, you know, the, the swipe thing I get. But the one thing I really do like is the chain and bike locks with the glue in the lock seal on the door. Like they'll like leave it open. They'll bike yeah. lock yeah. the emergency doors open and then put glue in the lock. Right. Yeah. Fucking great. Like, I'm like, yes. Like, yes to this. Like, I, yeah. I don't Why know. Why isn't the subway free? <sighs> Legitimate questions. I. We all have to use it. That's, I mean, that's how I feel about public transportation at large. It's well, like yeah, if we're not, free, if we're right? not like you're not opting to buy a car, which is your own private vehicle, which you pay for, manage with insurance, gas, all the other costs, right. and you have the luxury of moving around individually on your own. But and you can, you know, you could rent a car, whatever. But to take public transportation, it's kind of like, why isn't this free? I am opting out of using a private thing well, and I'm no using a municipal. But to go to your place of business, yes. Like I, yeah, I have to go to my job every fucking day. Well, the obvious thing is that it could be free if your tax burden went up, right? Right. But I think the thing that the thing that already, I would pay more taxes than we already pay shit. The thing that makes the MTA complicated is that it's interstate. Mm. Like the MTA is in control of the state and the governor, not local, the because they have to deal with New Jersey and they have to deal with Connecticut. Oh, so the if they didn't state. have to deal I, with New Jersey, I, I and think Connecticut. Do you think it would be free? I, I don't. I'm not saying that. I it, don't. I'm not saying that it would be free. What I'm saying is that it would be easier for right. it to be free if right, it was just it's not crossing over a any... city thing. Yeah, I, can I think see that. you. Could, I think you could very easily make the argument to most New Yorkers that your taxes would go up a little bit and public transportation would be free. That I would f- be wildly. Popular. I feel like. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Like if I'm paying thirty three dollars every week. And that just came out of my fucking taxes. 
I would just say take that out of my taxes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where I mean, this is this is the same argument for Medicare for all. Like the blanket across the if board. You like yeah, yeah, your your individual taxes go up. Sure, fine, but also like it's the same thing with taking copay and deductibles out. Like people go like, well, like you know, like it's covered by my employer, employer partially, or I only pay so much a month. Right. It's like yeah, you're still getting deductibles, copays, and you're dealing with all these private secondary parties that then make you end up paying more. Right. Or if you go out of network and you have a yeah. three hundred dollar bill for a blood test, like I do, excuse which is bullshit because I'm on insurance. Like it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Got to go no, to it's, CityMD. It's much less. I know. <laughs> they really, yeah, shit. it's fifty bucks. Trust me. When I love CityMD. I mean, I did I that them for fifteen dollars. Yeah, I did that for a year when I was on like shit insurance. I just would go to CityMD for like everything. I'd be yeah. like, uh, okay. Uh, please take care of this. Fifty dollars. Here you go. They give you some pills, maybe a shot, depending right. on the yeah. visit, and then you're or good. Or they actually sometimes will actually refer you to a practicing doctor. Oh, yeah, they have a referral system. So if you're ever like, this shit sucks, I need help with, etc., they can point you to somebody and get you an appointment. I want to get a physical, but I just only go to City MD. So I'm like, they can do that, but they I'm can't like, do seems, that I'm, if you need that a report. Seems rough. <laughs> All the art handlers I know do that. Yeah, no, it would be fine. It might cost you 120 bucks or whatever. No, it would cost $15. Oh, right. And you then insurance, $25. Like, right. Right. Ugh, but that's the thing. I guess the thing is, like, people don't... Like, the larger argument of saying, like, you know, you want a free municipal service, like, transportation, or, you know, like, you think you could umbrella this under healthcare or anything, really, like, whatever the larger thing is. Um, people go, oh, well, your taxes would go way up. But people don't somehow have like a, a cost blindness to like all of the shit that they actually pay for. Right. And that part to me is like, that's the thing that I think gets well, there's me the There's already the like wage work system where like your pre-tax money, your gross can right. pay for a, 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 a metro card. Right. But also that's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, but it's still like you're just we're just absorbing the cost right. again so, as a consumer well i think that cost absorption it. on an individual level gives people like some sort of well, you feel individual like you have sense of control you have, yeah. con- exactly. you have choice which is like the same bullshit line of people being like oh i want you to have the, i want you to make the educated decision about your own health care i right. don't want to take that away from you or control that like i want you to pick i'm like okay when i moved to new york as a 23 year old and I was like slowly planning on figuring out how to get off my mom's health insurance and pick something. Oh yeah. I was so informed and I'm so glad that I was the person to start to try and make that decision on my own because obviously me, a you fucking could idiot, out that could figure that out. Silver and and yeah. I'm so happy I had the autonomy to make that decision. No, are you shitting me? Like it, it's one of those things where I'm like, this is this like, bullshit line of totally. like freedom of choice and you're like but all the options are shitty like the and options also, are like, shitty and also well, not only that you're not a healthcare expert who yeah, knows about how to pay for that expert yeah exactly well, like the idea that there are options in the first place when under something like medicare for all everything becomes available that's the thing okay so this is like my point options are a construction of like this bureaucracy that the wants thing, to keep you involved in it yeah well it's the privatization you know it's funny like i think there's a lot of doctors that i i've spoken to are doctors that like you know go for a check-in or something and then it's like we'll talk politics and i'm like yeah you know like i really like bernie and people are like yeah he's cool you know and they're doctors and it's it's like a result that i'm, I'm not expecting to have you know um but i think it's like it, it might not even be the nurses or doctors like you might actually have a large constituency of medicare professionals that 
or medical professionals that actually are pro Bernie, but it's like the companies they work for. It's the organizations and networks that they work for or the insurances that they're linked through, through their office that threaten that ability to speak freely. Right. And that to me is also equally shitty because it would be really nice to have people from the medical community say, Hey, this would be really good. Yeah. You know, one one of the cousins that I was um, talking to over the holidays, I mentioned this to Natalie off mic, but um, he's uh in medical school right now for like neurosurgery. Yeah. But he's sort of on the more theoretical end of it. Um, mm. He has to do the surgical requirements. Sure. As anybody does, but, but that's not more, what he's interested yeah. in doing. And like, he was an interesting test case for me because he was very much for Medicare for all and for Bernie right. from his position because it limits um, the kind of research that you can that's do. That's the to- other thing is like, I think there's benefits to it too. You get a wider swath of patients. Yeah. You actually see different levels of care happening. Like think about all the people who avoid going to the doctor yeah. and are dying from cause, you know, from treatable disease. That's fucking crazy. Or like even quirks. Yes. It's just like, I have a weird rash. That's what I mean. Like, it's And they're like, we haven't studied this weird rash. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, there, there was a thing recently that was interesting where the coronavirus, if if it were ever to truly hit U.S. shores, I mean, there's been a couple of cases here, I think. But, we yeah. do a lot of cocaine. Um, <laughs> well, most people that got it would hide it. Right. Because you don't have insurance or you don't know where to go. I was saying this the other day. Like, you know, I think uh, there's like a lot of xenophobic, like scariness around like the coronavirus in the same way that it's like, oh, it's like SARS or the Ebola virus. Like we we like uh, exotify like a flu or cold that's just not had a cure yet, you know. And obviously, I think the elderly, the young people with autoimmune diseases, like obviously have a full right to be concerned or worried. Cause yeah, you're like the demographics at the most risk. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, China's building new hospitals. They're actually providing really good quarantine measures. Like they've mm. actually allowed for some, they're suggesting that people stay in their homes. They've actually stopped work and most yeah. public transportation. I don't think everything is like salient and good, but I think it's funny. Cause I think about, medicare for all in that framework where it's like you know if somebody had the coronavirus here like i imagine a lot of people would just be like well like i'm just gonna stay home or sure. like i'm not gonna go because well, i have to go I to the heard er and who on knows? the street literally on the street that someone at nyu has it oh actually it's possible yeah but the thing oh, that they shut down a dorm or something. Well, the, the thing like about coronavirus that's really like, insidious like, is that it just appears as a cold and then it gives you pneumonia really rapidly. Oh, yeah. so, so it's just you pneumonia? don't know until you have pneumonia that you have it at all. Right. Um, which imagine that in the United States context. Like if I had a serious flu or cold, I wouldn't go to the doctor for it. Even no. having insurance, I wouldn't go. Because you think you could just ride it out. Totally. Yeah. And then by the time you have pneumonia have horrible, and you like, do seasonal go, flus here anyway. you've yeah. passed it to a bunch of people. Oh, right. Yeah. You know. So. Well, d- did you guys see this video in China? They're building two new hospitals in Wuhan in yeah. 10 days. By, actually, by now, one's it should already, almost be one over. One is already done. Yeah, yeah one's already yeah. done. The, the videos of this were incredible. I bet it's insane. Like the, the amount of um, bulldozers and like tractors and stuff that they just have on site at one time working in like a coordinated fashion. It's incredible. But that's what I mean. It's kind of one of the... Is it like putting up a condo in Williamsburg? 
Ugh. Yes, 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 it is. Yes. It's that almost was, that exactly cheap, like, like No, that. local jokes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? Let's we got let, 20 days. Get some drywall, motherfuckers. Yeah, let's let the Hasids just be in charge of all hospital development. Well, from no. Here. It would fall over. Then they would, no, no, we would never be allowed in. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true, though. It is true. I mean, um, no, just yeah. get a wig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Natalie, you know, you could pass you could pass. I'm like Jew-ish. <laughs> We're all <laughs> did you spell wine? Yeah. Wow. Good for I me. Just okay. We're all adjacent. Funny. I can speak Jew adjacent. A little bit of y- I've Yiddish. got the nose. See, I don't speak Yiddish, but my dad's entire family is Jewish. I didn't grow up practicing anything, but I could definitely beat my cousins at the twelve, you know. Fault plagues and all that. Yeah, um, yeah. But it just put a bob wig on and call it a day. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. I'm picturing you with the bob wig right now, and it's really fitting, actually. Oh, it's terrifying! Don't <laughs> <say that. laughs> oh my god! I look at those ladies on the train like all the time. My favorite is when they're like a cute little flock of birds, and they're doing their like morning like speed walking in the puffer. It's like the puffer coat, headband, the long puffer tan, tan tights, always sneakers, mm. and they're just doing like the power walk. It's, yeah. Do you guys remember that story about Bono from U2 when he got hurt? What, the other Bono? What? (laughs) You had to qualify from U2? Sorry, I'm just making it very clear. Uh, Bono used to dress up as a Hasid to ride his bike in Central Park so that he could get some exercise without people bothering him. So he wore like a Hasid disguise? He would wear a Hasid disguise and he was riding around in Central Park and he got in like a serious bike accident and really like fucked himself up. I think he broke his spine or something. Holy shit. But he was dressed as Hasid at the time, which is... Uh, Oh my God. It's real. I know. It's Will, I'm kind is of that like... bagel face? <gasps> yes. Sorry, is that is. bad to say? It is. That it, it's, you know, it's locks. You have to edit that out. I can't, no. Edit I'm... That out. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> we have to tiptoe carefully, guys. I thought it was funny, but it is. Look, Bernie Sanders has an bagel, anti-Semitism you know what? I, problem. I, did, I got a wry smile on my face when you said that, so it's, he, it's he, okay I was as like, far as I go. It, it's just more white people, so it's a different. It, is, of, it, it is more white. It's more people. white people, yeah, yeah. but We're I'm allowed like, to. What are you gonna do? Like, I, I like, know. how do you choose a thing? Oh my god! Also, speaking of of amazing, like Jewish quips, my favorite from the last Dem debate. If we backtrack mm-hmm. from when uh, you know Elizabeth and him had that like heated convo where the mic wasn't the available yes. for two days yes. and they're like, yeah the hands, the hands the hands come out yeah um where they're like now we have the audio two days later and I'm like is of this fucking like and, you know is this like real world or some shit absolutely like, constructed it's yeah. so constructed it was insane and then you know she's like I think you call me a liar on national television Bernie's like. Let's just deal with this later. We're both adults. You're like obviously playing this up. And then the best was Tom Sire who wandered in, who looked like <gasps> he had wandered that. into the living room mommy to and find his fighting. mommy and daddy fighting and was so terrified. And he just goes, Bernie, I just wanted to say hi. And Bernie goes, yeah, good. Okay. Was- <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this is my president. Like, Amazing. I literally was like, it was uh, the best to me. I was like, if we talk about like presidential trials by fire, I'm like, if I could imagine anybody on a debate stage with Donald Trump going back and forth and Bernie's quip is just, yeah, good. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I think we have our clear champion fighter. Like 
I'm good. Like, if anybody, like, he yes. would be the person who goes, Donald, would you sit still? I don't need you to walk around me while I'm trying to. Talk. Yes, like I feel like you are annoying the shit out of me. WWE Get style back. SmackDown. Yes, Trump and Bernie are the two people that I could imagine having equal footing in the ring. Oh yeah, but I mean, obviously, it's Bernie. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, good. Okay, is like one of the best comebacks the best. I've ever heard in my fucking life. In the, you know, in the cutback, not moving, just furrowed withered no, brow just, just going just withered the brow I can't even just this. this the hand wave the up down we're <gasps> good see you later it's uh that was like the biggest like flex and it was like it was my favorite shit for i just wrote that for like two days oh amazing just yeah good okay yeah, oh good, yeah okay. i'm just trying to like find ways to sneak that in as like a power aphorism in my life yeah good okay <gasps> you know what Do i mean it with oh like, yeah good okay yeah good okay <laughs> and then just walk out and be like what was that and you're like never mind it's yeah fine. you won't you know. know what yeah good okay <laughs> i'm gonna use that maybe i can try and sneak that Ooh, into who's the next this correspondent Ooh, you like zach hoodick this is will's democrat <laughs> not really no Truly okay. not but you're like absolutely not. no but he's cute his hair he's is... confused yeah he looks a little <laughs> I, there's something about he's a deer like in Eddie he- Redmayne's like second cousin. Yeah, there's something about the deer in headlights with the poof that I'm like. He looks so confused. Like you should not be this confused at the. You're at a caucus and you're corresponding. Please look are- confident. We need yeah, you to like over have his an- head. Yeah, he's new. He's here. doing that double shirt thing, which I do. He kind of looks collar. like he works at Jurassic Park or something. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. He looks like a British explorer. If from he the cut 19th off the century. sleeves and it was a vest, he would be a Jurassic Park staff worker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wow, Will's really, it's your eyes just like rolled it? back into your head. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally weighing it going, would I? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I feel like so it, it would just be a detente of like, uh, oh no, he's chewing gum on television. He can go oh, is he himself. chewing gum? Yeah, did you see that tongue? I did yeah, see uh, something. Uh-uh. Maybe he's chewing tobacco. No. Oh. No. So like skull. Not, is pretty skull? cool. Yeah, skull. No Ugh. self-respecting homosexual would chew, chew tobacco. tobacco. Maybe in Florida. I gotta break it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. Oh, Ugh is right. It sounds like you need to go. They down do to exist. Ew, no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That would, um, mm, never mind. I'll let that one let it slide. Okay. Um, wait. What does it say here? Who can beat Trump? Uh, who would who would you vote for? Someone you agree with on issues, or who can beat Trump? Oh, okay. So Ooh. it looks like we got a blue no matter who. There's a lot of like weird numbers that are big versus numbers that are little. I know. So it's like whatever name or idea that you throw in front of it, it's like, I want the big one because this is yeah. I, oh, here that's we, maybe speaking. Here we go. Replacing all private health insurance with a government plan. Support 57%. Fuck yeah. Thank you. 38. Yeah. Okay. So let me just break down some insights because i worked in finance okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. come on come on fide okay so um to get that license you have to know a lot about fmla and like mm. uh other sorts of like work conditions to get benefits sure. and like hr related things oh so like God, what you yes. pay into social security like i fucked up spending s- account metro card okay so hard you had to pass this social security thing and there's so many like tiers of social security so like part a b c d e i was like i don't fucking know Mm. i didn't work with old people like you know i I worked with you know middle-aged to young people who Mm. like social security i'm like i don't know you pay it 
but like when you start breaking down like what pays for what and how funds are allocated it's very confusing and i was like i don't know like i can read i'm not dumb i can also pick up on context clues but the way those policies are written in terms of payout Mm. and also payout in terms of long-term care yeah short-term care short-term disability long-term disability those things are so fucking complicated they're so finite and like weird it's but like the the condition it's a condition uh condition uh, requirement conditionality mm. is not a word but it's kind of the theme of it it's like how did you get this yeah how did you acquire your wow, deficiency so like, to participate in the wow. workplace and, and that's how we're going to pay out this is how we'll pay out basically it's like causation medi- kind of yeah huh. it's very confusing even as someone who's relatively smart sure and well i think it, that's the thing back, is like, like it's very hard if you're in pain you don't want to figure out like what thing is the right well, thing th- to sign that's, that's, insane. Yeah, that's the uh, totally. that's the classic argument against means testing in general yes, is that you're always is that Thank you're you, always going to find edge cases that are difficult to deal with and like if you have any moral imperative at all why would you put people in a compromising but the, position but the where they have to make choices under bureaucracy. pain yeah the they shouldn't have not, to do that the onus is not on a company or your provider to figure that out for you you no, have to figure you. out what pathway to navigate and there's not enough caseworkers to figure this out because also if you have even some insurance even someone working at that insurance brokerage knows nothing i was gonna say i've i've got friends who are on medicare and they have to call people like every week to adjust their plan because their income base changes and like half the people they talk to are just saying like fucking bylines to them and have no i need to get a supervisor it's like yeah that's the thing it's like no one actually knows even the policy like the the state you know run healthcare. like people who are there in the call centers have no fucking idea how to adjust your plan they're just like given a call sheet and basically are reading you lines and that's terrifying. Well, you're one alienated person talking to another alienated person. Right. And then you're passed farther down into the phone tree where eventually you'll give up. Right. I mean, right. That, that's yeah. the business If you that's haven't given up model. already while you're waiting, yeah. which is the same reason why people who are lower income or have you know barely any income are turned away from care or don't bother to get care at all and then die from pre- like preventable stuff. Right. And that's the thing that is or the creepiest of it's all. It's not even the preventable thing. It's like... If you have some sort of injury, true injury, yeah, you might just actually like go bankrupt instead. Absolutely, yeah. Like rather than deal with the bureaucracy because it seems easier to, I'll figure it out. And right. It's like, you can't actually. No one, no one will be your Sherpa. Right, right. There's no Sherpa through, for healthcare. No, there's no Sherpa for bureaucracy, yeah. which is insane. And again, like even as someone who can read and be like, "What? Well, okay, I can figure well, this out." It's yeah. like at the end of the day there's still someone going did you meet this requirement and you're like i don't know did i you, don't fucking know yeah you didn't circle back and state that i had to have that piece of paperwork too right and they're like well, right. there's always ways to like catch denying somebody. it based on a missing document yeah right, right. And you're like you well, didn't ask for that in the first step so i didn't get it when that was the time to get it or I'm, the, i mean this yeah. this occurs in marks over and over again that like the the law and the bureaucracy are established so that there is like a brahmin class of people a yeah, priestly class that understands all this lingo and will either help you with it or not help you with it but by the time you get to them you've already failed yeah right because like you and, haven't been and on to... your own like you there's no way an ordinary person could understand the technical lingo enough to set themselves up for success. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a structure designed to have individuals fail. Right. 
Exactly. It's a system to fail or to have people fail well, very also, easily. It's also like folk knowledge. Like you yes. learn about HR stuff from other people who do HR Or things. if you're lucky, yeah. you have like parents who, you know, are accountants or lawyers or like are yeah. familiar with paperwork enough to like know the bureaucratic language to get you into it at all. Yeah. Right. Which is, yeah. I mean, I've definitely like my, uh, one of my aunts is like a, like a psych nurse and like I've called her for like healthcare stuff from time to time, but that's like the only time I've been able to like totally bail myself out of something is calling somebody who actually. She's like, no, you need this, 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 this. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's, you know, that's the other thing too. It's funny. Like uh, in talking to her sometimes, like I think about, I was reading a study recently about, um, healthcare workers like in the workforce and how much bureaucracy actually undercuts everything and how much time like i think i read a study that was like nurses in american hospitals spend like 27 hours of their week on the phone with insurers and that's like time away from taking care of patients and care right and it's fucking insane it's just one of those things where it's like the right like knowing the language or having the papers there's like there's all these prerequisites in order to help cancel people out or get people out who would not have this kind of like secret pass yeah. in order to get the thing well I, th- it reminds me of the discourse surrounding privilege and why i have such a problem with that is like you know the idea that being like a class reductionist or something is a problem is like infuriating to me because the exact privilege that really matters is a class privilege where you know somebody who's involved enough in law or in medicine or whatever to get you out of these conundrums right right that has very little to do with your identity on a race level or a gender level or anything else sure it's about access to people yeah 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 and that's always moneyed that's always classist that's very rarely having anything to do with I mean, it definitely, you know, it is, it is your social network. It's people in your immediate family and friends that give you access to that thing. Also, I have like institutions too, you know? I mean, do you remember that when HIPAA wasn't a thing? Oh my God. So I learned about HIPAA and was forcibly learned, learned to did, learned to did uh, uh, about HIPAA when I was a volunteer as a teenager Wow. in a hospice and they were like, okay, Mm. so this is HIPAA bitch. And I was like, well, yeah, you you don't share people's medical stuff. And you're yeah. Like, you just don't. Well, it's like, and they're like, no, but you can't tell it. I'm like, yeah, yeah no, no that's it. private. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just courtesy. They're like, but like, you don't tell. I'm like, why are we, why are we is doing this? this? Yeah. yeah. And I, it just like becomes a, a very strange thing when later on you're like, oh, these asks about people's conditions actually become fucking super iffy legally. Well, no, they happen. I know. And you're just like, oh, people do ask about this? Well, because yeah. in the Midwest, you just don't talk about that. But, like, people oh, are like, oh, yeah. for HR reasons, like, oh, were they like this, this, we this? Just, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't ask that. Yeah. HIPAA, HIPAA, baby, no, I don't ask that shit. Yeah. It's a privacy law. It's fucking insane. Oh, God. I also think about, too, this is the worst time of year. Um, I listened to this, actually, I don't know if you guys listen to this. I'm going to plug another podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, Death you. Panel. No. Pod. Um, it's run by a bunch of uh, Beatrice Adler and Artie Vierkant and fuck. There's, there's like, there's a rotating cast still around. Rot- yeah. Sorry, that was still shady. around. Actually, doing still a really those, good job. Still making um, those intro things. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, Death Panel is really good. I feel like it's a really good educational platform for me. Like, I've learned a lot about the different healthcare policies of Buttigieg, Warren, and Bernie through them, and they're actually doing a Medicare for All week. 
right now while the Iowa caucus is mm. happening and they're breaking down like all of the kind of like plan, you know, kind of commitments and they're talking to doctors and healthcare professionals and they have like guests on the pod and it's really good. It's, it's either way. I find it like a really good educational tool for people our age and yeah. I'm like pushing everyone to listen to it. Um, but they were talking, what the fuck was I going to say? They were talking about, um, just sort of like time allotted and this is like the worst time of year for somebody with uh autoimmune diseases because you've probably like clocked all of your your cash or your fafsa your flexible spending your copays like so you're just fucked for the first portion of the year you know um if you have chemo treatments or if you have you know degenerative treatments where you need shots like you know you're just paying out out of pocket pocket at this point you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars or you know like it it's just crazy to me like well, you're gonna hit 5k oh yeah easily and i think about you know that when it comes to like spending caps and stuff with copays and deductibles with your yearly insurance like and again like these sort of like means testing ways of saying like oh well like what do you have and like do you have this or you know can we account for this or oh well like you need this certain kind of plan and you're gonna run it out of that cash really fast and it's just a lot to account for and i think it's terrifying and unfair um but i mean that's also why i'm so pro bernie is because it's like we just get all our taxes raised a little bit more and then you actually have access to the doctors you need and you don't have to worry about paying hundreds of thousands of dollars out of pocket you know well i would take a thousand dollars out of my refund if i didn't have to care oh my god yeah i thought you were about to come out as an andrew yang supporter oh (laughs) (laughs) universal basic income i do love you wanted those yang bucks those yang bucks <laughs> how dare you and oh no. do you see those yang gang ads on the subway like people yes. doing oh, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. there's like gorilla style postering on all the jmz trains for yang gang it's kind of it's a lot it's fucking terrible bros just want money bros just want immediate money it's the same it's so fucking stupid. no you know what i'm gonna defend andrew yang for a second i i actually think he's really interesting um and he's re- interesting as a case study in potential I'm kind yeah. of yes like yes yes he is i mean i'm saying the same thing Case like of what i will share off pod but you, you know, know what in the same way that maybe we're marianne wilson yeah marianne yeah. williamson is yeah, also she, interesting like i like she's these, a case study y'all get a thousand crystals a month in yeah, my you know in what my, i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> if you're oh that's a good one that's two quarts baby that's a sizable crystal that's a good one that one of them was my stress quartz. It brings negative energy. No, it doesn't. It's no. in the windowsill to be recharged <laughs> by the moonlight, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Will knows. Oh, man. Yang Will Williamson, 2024. Will's ideal ticket. <sighs> Maybe Chasten Buttigieg as secretary of sex. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm leaving. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> that is so gross. Okay. Anyway. All right. So How dare let's you. hear your Yang defense. Oh, no. I, I like Yang. I like Marianne Williamson. All these people that are not... If you're for Bernie and you're not interested in people like Yang and Williamson uh, because they're rejected... What was her platform? I don't know because I heard Crystals and went... Crazy. She wanted to create a department of peace. Peace loving? <laughs> rather than she's a like, department She's of like war. a crystal carrying peace core growl. You know, and she's not even a Crystals person. It was like kind of a joke, but also the thing was when people are joking about her with crystals, I'm kind of like, well, we've like run a Christian nation for yeah, so long. Not? Like, I don't well, give we a know fuck. That like, crystals and homeopathy and uh, wellness is the new religion for 
anyone under 35. Right. I guess, yeah. Everybody loves astrology or whatever. I don't get, I do I, love the, astrology. The same people that love astrology. <laughs> well, like do you have Starcast or Castor? What's the what's um, the app? CoStar? Oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't have app. it actually. Does that make you feel better? Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. I'm like a reformed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do like astrology, but I'm not going to get into it. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're like a, you're a Protestant astrology person. I am. It's, <laughs> it's my own personal worship. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep it to myself. I think that's how a lot of people feel. But no, like I think I think if you're into Bernie mm. as a political movement and you're not interested in people like Yang and Williamson, I think that's really weird. Like the the idea of an alternative to uh, the status quo. Is what those people represent, and you might you might think that their ideas are like sillied or flawed, but like sure. Donald Trump is the president. That's so entirely get, true. Get yeah. out of get out of your own head for a second and imagine a different future. Like what I like about Marianne Williamson and what I like about Andrew Yang is that they present a version of the future that is different than now. And like, there's not any contemporary oh God, artist. Doing Joe Rogan eyes. He is doing Joe Rogan you, eyes. You saw Keep going. Thing. Was I really? Yeah, yes. you were looking at the table. Actually, you it was were, Ben Shapiro. You eyes. were like, oh, oh, ouch. You were looking at the table. Well, they present a vision of the future. You're doing it again, and you may or may not agree <laughs> I don't with like it. this. Downcast. But, <laughs> yeah, the downcast. The downcast. The downcast. But you have to understand Monologue. that that's like crucial and important. And I don't see any artists ever doing that. I don't see very many public figures doing that in general and so yes i think marianne williamson is silly i think andrew yang is silly but Uh, for very different reasons here's the thing i'm gonna throw a wrench in this and my own persona i do think the ideas of andrew yang are kind of an inevitability Mm. universal basic at a certain point and this is oddly idealistic we the whole goal of the industrial revolution was to not work as much i know you but know then and we like kind of children fucked, getting sucked up under like we got thread count. we got fucked up yeah we kind of fucked that yeah, up because like, we're like we love working 24 giant industrial looms you know well there's that and then we enact child labor laws after remember after after yeah yeah we, they, we lost some fingers and mm. some Timmies. Some bodies. Yeah. But you should go to the Tenement Museum. No, get a history you. lesson. I, I watch that shit happen every Sunday outside of a gallery window and went, shut up. I'm hungover. <laughs> well, uh, oh for God. once, as improbable as it sounds, I'm actually really I'm in interested in your point, <laughs> Will, and I would like for you to finish it. Sorry. What? Yeah, Say go. Again? What? I'm actually really interested in your point. No, I, I like just think like it. it's an inevitability. There's a, there's a certain inevitability that like, you know, we've kind of somehow we've rejected the um labor laws of the early 20th century of like we really love working we love our like weird distance labor of like not actual hand labor but like thought labor sure whatever this like pouring everything into you know like because we founded an identity in work yeah yes. absolutely that's you a know, very and western that's perspective very fucked up to you know somehow work is value and work, work is, is my value work is yeah. personal value yeah, yeah that's capital and then you want to work more yeah in order to prove your worth <laughs> for free yeah yes. you work for free to prove your worth which i literally is, was well, talking to camper about a version yeah, of this yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's we started. you know the the whole goal was like truly i don't think anyone will actually have to work beyond like th- 26 hours a week hmm God, like, I, I look at my so. job and I'm like, I just have to show up for 45 hours. <laughs> well, you know, and I'm like, actually, I do 
that's already 24 hours worth of work you know that's already kind of true like there's been experiments in the japan. nordic countries and in yeah. japan with four-day work four day weeks work or 30-hour work weeks and things like this productivity it, it shot up 39 percent. it japan. only improves productivity it doesn't two days of my like, week are just standing of... around going i'm tired i don't know man i did all my shit already um but two finger typing the the reason no, that i'm for somebody like bernie and not for somebody like yang or williamson yeah. is that the the Every gain you've ever seen in this idea that you don't have to work anymore comes from a socialist perspective. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. the only time that's yeah. ever been enacted every single time. Well, yeah. And and the idea that UBI is like the way out doesn't make any sense to me. Because well, I think in the current system, it makes it no make sense. sense. Well, not, Which uh, is why it's like... Well, on a, on a more yeah, theoretical level outside of the current system, like it doesn't make sense at all because people do need to labor to have meaning in their lives. Sure. Like socialism yeah. accounts for that. UBI doesn't account for that. No, it ba- UBI it doesn't account makes, for that at all. It basically makes humans into non-factors. And it then, says, okay, you're not going to participate in society. We'll just pay you off to not do that, yeah. to have a meaningless life. Like, I that's guess. not good. But, like, I, but, you know, I mean, even with universal basic income, like the average household has like $5,000 of medical bills. And like, it just, I don't know. That much? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. At minimum. And think about student At minimum, loans on yeah. top of that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the student and it's just one thing. of those like, things. Like, that's like the average, like, four family, you know, four yeah. count family household. My, my problem with somebody like Yang in UBI is that it's ultimately it's an elitist capitalist solution to a working oh, class yeah, it's problem. Like, let's just which, throw which is money to say, at everyone for a little bit, yeah. you know. Well, I, I was alarmed. Buy a PlayStation, don't join a union. Yeah. Is the idea. I, w- I was yeah. kind of alarmed when one of my friends was like, it cost sixteen thousand dollars to birth that little fucker yeah i'm like excuse me she's like it was so fucking expensive it's and so she expensive had to have a kid great insurance yeah because right. we, we shared it and i was like how the fuck did it cost that much you have really good insurance she's like sixteen thousand dollars for me to show up already water broken dilating ready Holy to fucking fuck. go sure but i had to show up to the hospital and have a bed for six hours while i pop that fucker out um, no, my, she's my like God. she's adorable, but she was so expensive. Fourteen thousand dollars worth it. Sixteen, milking it. Uh, my my <laughs> sister had my niece with a um, doula, a doula, a doula, um, because of not having any insurance. I was gonna what? say, I'm sure, and like her second child is coming the same way for the same reason. Oh, but wait, also on top of that, yeah. like oh. a doula and like at home care birth, you know, like a home birth costs less yeah it does by yes, a lot by a lot well you gotta buy inflatable and that's by factors of 10 like. yeah and that field has actually like totally proliferated in the past yeah. five years like i know so many people who are getting doula training like right now i, I know someone who just finished her doula training three and of it's my like friends incredibly are. lucrative She's yeah doing you make it a lot of money that way stuff, doing yeah. home birth yeah Ew. but it's one of those things where it's like it's kind of insane that because of you know that i mean probably for more ideological reasons but also like cost reasons that like this like this like pre-colonial you know form of childbirthing like in the home has returned because of contemporary living like the the cost of living well and, and, else, and the like, idea that a doula has become like a commodifiable thing that you could make yes. a living on and not a social practice like well i think for a lot of them it kind it, of is yeah. well i'm sure i'm sure it I'm, is on a moral like and a, personal the spirit level. and personal yeah, level yeah. like it is but, but the idea that that's like a a career path and not a public service is exactly the problem hmm. you should be able to birth a child uh for free with no risk 
no matter what you want to do. Sure. Whether you want to yeah, do yeah, it at totally home agree. or in a yeah. hospital I mean, or whatever. If you want to schedule your C-section because it works better with your schedule, I think you should pay for it. This is a Gilmore Girls riff. Anyone? Okay. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> well, that, that, that's a, that's a horrifying I, I think, example but that's of also capitalist insane. logic yeah. at work on Again, a biological process. Yeah, I think like, right. that's, that's insane awful. that you're like, well, I can book it at two and then I can be back <sighs> to like... But no, bitch. You After your three weeks. cut up. I don't know. Ooh, you nasty. If you want to, if <laughs> you want to do that, it should I mean, be because you up. want to do that, not because you're required to do that exactly. by some sort of scheduling or something. Yeah, which is basically you shouldn't want to be more productive because no. you. Yeah. Well, no, no. also like the it's idea repulsive. of like any productivity time to like the birth of a human being is like fucking crazy to me. Like it's like, hey, this is like a whole life event, and like I shouldn't have to worry about my schedule or my time or. The fact that I can have time off to be able to stay with my fucking new whole person, yeah. you know, that I made, co-made, whatever. Like, it's fucking insane. No, there's no co-making. That's true. Mm-mm. Women literally carry it the whole it's way. It's alien baby. It is alien baby. Literally. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Literally shooting out. No. Um, no, I, I know someone who had a terrible pregnancy. Like, she was oh. on she was on bed rest month four. Holy fuck, really? She wasn't the healthiest person in the world. Okay, but, that's but a still, like, for bed rest for that long? That's Lizzo. awful. Kind of. Hey, um, enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm in, I'm with Will here. You gotta lay off. <laughs> Except I will say today, she did take a photo with Jeff Bezos, and I'm really mad that yeah, she didn't sucks. take the opportunity to fucking spit on him. Yeah, I, I think know. if you don't well, do that... She, well, he's her biggest fan, so... I hate you so much. And oh she's God. maybe his biggest fan. Hopefully not. But either way, you gotta fucking quit. You ha- like listen. get a new punching bag for like a week. Okay, all right. I'll stop, I'll stop for one week. You can't. Work. I almost made it this week. Till if now? we hadn't recorded for so long, I might have stopped. He's he's off the wagon. So here we go. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. All right, get back on track. How does enough. it feel to be uh, off the wagon? Um, you know, not you, good. You, honestly. Uh, you uh, tapped out very early yesterday after like three glasses. One, I was like, "Ooh, buddy's buddy's feeling it because he hasn't." Yeah, had no. You know what, guys? I I I think I'm gonna be kind of a sober person. Are you really? Yeah, I'm. I'm having my little um, drinking tryst right now. I think like a casual winery is fine, but like no, but you what can't I, do like, you can't polish one off in a night. It's what, not what good. I've realized is that I don't have I don't have the capability of restraint. Mm. Oh. You're like okay, Kyle's kind of that way too. If, like if it's, I start it's drinking, it's not gonna stop, and I like my life better uh, with nothing. I like t- mm. I like two and a half glasses and then a nap and or falling asleep. Yeah, I can't I, I can't do that. This I is literally like a big night for me. I'm not a huge drinker, right? But I I smoke a lot, and that's the mm. that's smoke the cigarettes thing. or weed. Weed. Yeah. No. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column E. I mean, yeah, see, I don't, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't like the marijuana. <laughs> no, I really don't like The marijuana like it. cigarettes? You yeah. don't like I don't, them? I don't like to, ciggies? I don't Those like to roll cigarettes. the marijuana like a cigarette and smoke it. That's fine. I, I just don't. I don't no, know. no, no, no. I... I'm you not did. I'm not one of those people. Like that's the worst thing is when people are like, yo, you have a problem? Like you have a health problem? Like weed'll solve that. And you're like, absolutely fucking not. Like the only actual medical problem that solves is anxiety. Yes. But even then maybe it takes maybe one, it takes one mint and you're like, I'm fine. Yeah. No, you know, I, just I take don't take a C B D pill. You don't even need weed. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, why like do you even combo. need weed? You just 
That's fun for I me. I don't like the psychoactive effects That's of marijuana. That's fine. Not it, everyone's it, it, built that way. It gets me way. very paranoid and oh. awful. Yeah, it's just like if you're wired a certain way, it doesn't work, and yep, that's yep, it. Yep. It's that simple. But that's how I feel about alcohol, actually. Oh. Hmm. Drinking makes me extroverted in a way that I like, but I also realize I'm not mm. in control of, which is bad. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Intrigue. I was hanging out with someone the other day who I was like, Oh, this is what bad drinking looks like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, is this what I'm like? I'm not like this, actually. No, <laughs> no you are th- kind of like that. No, oh, shut no. up. I don't slap random strangers' asses in public. <gasps> Whoa, that's really bad. Well, I was like, but you do bring random strangers home, and then I'm reading and I see them. That was the one who slapped. Oh, my God. That also wasn't a random stranger. <laughs> thank you. That's that's a that's a repeat customer. Thank you. Oh, geez. Who okay. is now cut off. Okay. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's different. Okay. So, thank what? you. What? So, Chris, right. calm down. Okay. <laughs> no, I literally was like, scoochies, please get out. Please I have, go. I, I have a day off. I need to do activities. I need to relax own. and unwind. And you need to go. I need to have errands. I'm a busy bitch. Yeah. I wanted a Jessica canvas and I couldn't do it pissed <laughs> <laughs> i wrote activities to do oh mm. well yeah. guys uh should we clock since we you were giving me joe rogan eyes oh we just did two hours whoa, whoa. <laughs> i think we have enough don't I've, we oh we absolutely we have do so much okay. i've been waiting to say that for so long how dare wait you. okay you have to say my favorite line which is um we can't use any of this uh, no, I think we can use all of this. Wow. I'm going to deny you I'm it. I think flattered. this was a very Thank good you. episode. I, I no, had a no, lot no. Of fun, Thank Natalie. you. That's a very high compliment to me. This was Because I do like the byline of, we can't use any of this. <laughs> oh, like hearing it like, like, a, like a 45 minute marker and just that, being like, nope, no. That only this. happens when Will's on his phone and is not paying attention at all. Oh, no. Which didn't happen, really. I got one business paper. Uh-huh. I read it quickly and went, oh, and then <laughs> moved on with my, I went, oh. No, I think this quietly. is. I think this is a very good episode, mm-hmm. and was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks so much, Natalie. I'm... So, where can the people find you? Not that they've. I mean, maybe they. That one Spanish listener probably is here. We got one you. from China now too. Oh, really? We got the yeah. There's yeah, a what's German like, what's one. Like the they're demographic. They're, well, it's it's evenly split between New York and California. I don't know that many people in California, huh. so I'm not sure where that comes from. But now we have a German, a Chinese, and a Spanish that have listened to every episode. Wow. And I don't know why. Will's rolling his neck. So if you're <laughs> German, Chinese, or Spanish and you're listening you. to this, Thank what you. the fuck are you? Why? This is... How could know, this possibly be valuable It's a valuable slice of life you? into cosmopolitan. Drop a comment. <laughs> Drop yeah. a like. Yeah, Let yeah, us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You know well, where the is... DMs are? Yeah. Hit that Instagram. Follow Natalie on Twitter if you can find it, if she hasn't blocked you from every... Don't. No. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> they can follow me on Instagram. It's Natalie underscore learner? Yeah. See, I remember because I participate on the Green Lewis Instagram thread, unlike some people. I do. I, like, bomb your DMs all the time. I'm really sorry. I participate sorry. in those, Who's the too? person who talks? You are. Yeah, I talk, too. No, you you do too. You don't talk for shit. I talk a little but bit. But I feel like it's mostly Will these days. It's most it is. I mean, he's responsible for it. It's the one thing he does. Well, if you ever do the... Yeah. If you ever do like a page six style episode, I would love to come which, back. B- which which might way... be next week because I have to host two <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, yeah. to host you two have episodes. You have to host two? I was I was gonna I was gonna Fucking say call me. I was gonna, I, well yes, girl. I was I was or gonna, Alan, it doesn't matter. I was gonna but say real me. quick. No, Will, no, no, call me. Will Alan, has to do two episodes. Ooh. 
Ooh, Alan is <laughs> Well, Will has to do He'll two episodes on his own, and I honestly, you guys should do one. That would be oh, really would be fun. Funny. I think it would be, be great. really fun. We'll give you a week off next week. Fine, I promise you. And then the next week after. Well, if you, yeah, I'm I'm down to be a rotating watch, guest. You should you come ever... on all the time. This is <laughs> really great. This, you this should, is so fun. You should watch some Good Place. We'll okay. talk. I will. I will watch it. That's like my homework what, assignment. What, okay. what, te- what yeah, televisual yeah, yeah. things do I have to watch? Oh, shit. Um, or we can just talk about Charm for, honestly, three we hours. We could talk about Charm forever. Cause I, I could also talk about Buffy. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait. Uh, my Angel, confirmation. Angel or Spike? My confirmation name is Angelus. <gasps> oh, Okay, oh, I'm baby, Spike. You know. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Great. Okay, so we already have our topic. So two weeks in more. advance, get ready. Tune in for, for the Buffy episode. <laughs> ba- a blast from the past, Damn. baby. Oh wait. Oh my god. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. For this. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. You know where to do things. Someone give us Patreon money. I, I honestly, yeah, that would be your, nice. Okay. Okay. Thank Last you. Addendum. It, isn't it yeah. hard? It is hard to find your Patreon. He did update the Instagram. So, it, you know, in my world. It's on your Instagram? In my world, you can now uh, inst- uh, I Patreon. I search through Patreon. Yeah. And I cannot find it. Oh, God. Something's fucked up. Because fuck I would. I don't think I fucked it up. Don't pay us. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, you, you've been on the show. You can't pay us Yeah, now. you can't pay oh, us. okay. Well, I was going to. Oh, we call those Venmo tips. I'm just <laughs> well, I think I did bring one. I think I know d- you did. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's how we. But do I this. will bring. I will bring a bottle when I come. I think that. I think the trouble might be that green is spelled with an e. I I type it in. Uh, okay. I type it in ampersand or. And. I don't know why it's so hard to find. I think it's an. It has to be and because ampersand can't be in the I tried it both yeah. ways. I like really went full ham and I tried to find mm-hmm. it and I couldn't find it. Well, well, I will investigate this problem. You should investigate well, as because they say, you, maybe link you're international. In bio. Yeah. Yeah, link But the bio. link is is in bio it, it does now work. on Instagram. Yes. Cool. Yes. Good. So do that. Follow the things. Follow the people. Um, this is me doing PR work. Again, good classically, job. I'm so good at it. You're fucking awesome. <sighs> this is a bit because I was so bad at it in the beginning. <laughs> um, so do that. You'll be gone. Thank Christ. I don't have to talk about politics for two I know. Weeks. Don't worry. I'll, I'll be out of your hair. Do you feel good? You had two weeks of or two hours of politic talk? Uh, Real politics. We kind of dived in and out. I feel like Natalie and I should have our own podcast, maybe. <laughs> Bernie Forever's. Yeah. That's yeah. a good. That's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> I like Bernie, Bernie Bonding. Bernie oh, Bonding. Yeah. Y- you know, you're my only internet friend that like understands all the memes and okay. knows all the ins and outs. Cool. Well, we could do... And I scoff at all of that. That's true. That's fine. <laughs> I I understand scoffing. It's totally acceptable. Um, But I like Bernie Bonding. That's, that's really nice. I know. That's really good. You are It could good. be a monthly... Look at your social spe- branding. Okay. So this is what we'll Go do. Off, Will. Let me figure this out. I'm... <laughs> I'm talking it out. I'm a great improviser. Yeah, fucking. Throw so, it that if stool. you are a Patreon subscriber, I'm signing you up for something that you don't know about. You will have one episode a month of Bernie bonding up until the That's election. A really good idea. It's a two-hour-long episode. I won't be here, so there will be no jokes. I will oh walk in on God. it and cackle from the background. I will be a chirper. That sounds wonderful. And That's really good. You will get these two smart people. I'm dumb. You're not Talk, dumb. I am full on more he's dumb yeah thank you okay um <laughs> full well, if, dumb, you, dumb. if you both insist yes then yeah. fine. so you you will hear this every month for five dollars a month i will remember 
the hands at the podiums. <laughs> no one, no one, Sarah McLaughlin. Fuck you all. All right, bye. Wow. But that's yeah, what I'm it was saying. More of a Dixie Chicks gal, but I guess you didn't pick that up. <laughs> Okay. We'll all play right. Goodbye Earl as one of the transitions. Yeah, that, that would sounds, be great. That's wow. Your job. That's so okay. cute. Sign me up. Goodbye Earl. Marianne and Wanda were the best of friends all through their high school days. Both members of the 4-H club, both active in the FFA. After graduation, Marianne went out looking for a brat. Wanda looked 